Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday late late night call. Um, I'm at the think tank right now. Uh, maybe you guys can give me uh, some other suggestions of what what we all want to call it. But um, yeah, I don't have anything really planned for the the beginning of the call. So uh, if you have anything you want to talk about solutions, defenses that are working for you, um, or you just are a new TI and you just want to, you know, tell us about what's going on with you and maybe we can help, um, go ahead and press star eight. Um, yeah. And we'll wait for some more people to kind of, to roll into the room. Can you guys hear me? Hey, Brian, how you doing, man? So if you want to talk about anything, um, you know, just press star eight. I guess uh, I'm just, you know, I, I didn't sleep uh, in my Faraday bunker last night, and they were pulsing me in the in the spine and the head. So, so I'm feeling pretty, uh, pretty shitty, pretty shitty. Not feeling good tonight um but usually when i start talking and stuff i feel better hey southeast pennsylvania how you doing tonight hey um pretty good i um just want to say i saw a movie um i went to the incredibles and um oh. it just taught me uh it just like made me think about neil's call the other like, week ago we were talking about how hollywood sort of like tells you in advance and um yeah what yeah. they're gonna do Yes, and I don't know if you saw it, but it was very, like, it was eerily similar to sort of what, you know, kind of going through, with, like, with the, how they're, I don't know if you knew, but they, sort of, I don't want to get too many scores away, but yeah, it just, just remind me of that. Well, it's yeah, I mean, yeah, so many movies are coming out now with this stuff in it, like the, um, that new one by Steven Spielberg, where he's basically in a virtual, uh, like a virtual gameplay setting, um, you know, and I've been playing a lot of video games lately, and almost all of them have, like, you know, really weird symbolism, like cabal symbolism, and things about, you know, uh, immersing immersing people into matrixes and things like that. Um, it's really, and, and everybody should check out the preview for uh, Upgrade, because Upgrade is like, I mean, that's exactly what they're, they're trying to show, that they're trying to get people ready for this technology and show it in a convenient way, and that you can just shut it off whenever you don't want to use it. But they don't show the dangers of how much it can control somebody. You know, upgrade where the chip is in his upper spine and can take control of his whole body, but all he has to do is say one word, and then he takes back control of his body. But that's not what it's like. You know, this technology is very controlling and very dangerous. You know, but I'll have to check out The Incredibles. I'm just seeing so much symbolism... Uh, from, I guess you call it the Cabal, the Illuminati, you know, whatever you want to call it, the people that have all the money and technology, um, you know, they, in Hollywood, they rule, you know, so. Yeah, but I also wanted to mention, like, Neil did say, like, afterward, he was saying, you know, like, 
they tell you because they don't feel like if they if you tell them and then they don't do anything about it, then it's you know, the burden is off the shoulders, but like I feel like we do need to come about it, maybe, you know, just to think about like I mean, there is a script and there are good guys and bad guys. I don't know what kind of game they're playing, but I mean like it is important to be active too. I think Neil was saying like do something about it because mm-hmm. I think that's what they I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, man. I mean, we've got to, you know, we've got to make YouTube videos. We've got to get on social media. You know, Brian's doing that whole uh, strikeout targeting campaign. Uh, you know, so we we've got it. And like, if if like right now, like I, I'm making YouTube's and I can't come up with any very original ideas because I'm just toasted. I mean, pulsing to my head, and my spine. But you know, if you feel that way, like if you feel like, wow, I, I can't think of anything to do. There are so many projects that are already, are already going where people need help. You know, you can ask Neil, you can ask Brian uh, uh, from the strikeout targeting thing. Ella, um, there's a, yeah, a lot of TIs doing a, a targeted justice, obviously. Um, um, even if you're feeling at that point where you're just like, I can't really think of something creative to break through this or some kind of great activists and there are tons of guys already doing stuff where they need people to help you can kind of hit your wagon to something that fits you there's so many options so we're at a really good point for that you know i gotta watch the incredible so it's the incredibles 2 it's uh pixar huh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i you know you know, the movies that i really love um i love the marvel movies because i've been I coll- i've collected comic books since i was like 10 years old maybe before that um and it and marvel's owned by disney you know lucas arts is now owned by disney and i watch a marvel movie and there is so much like you know i guess you just call it illuminati symbolism cabal symbolism you know oh, thor no. gets this right eye taken out you know there, there's just so many just really really obvious things um you know an iron man iron man's like the the uh pivotal hero in the infinity war thing and he has a nano uh basically nano um mechanical suit so he just has to press something something is in his chest and it creates a suit around and it's uh you know nano uh nanotechnology they're trying to get they they are trying to subconsciously tell people hey this is coming this is coming but they yeah. but they show well and it's already here. We know that it's already here because we have nano particulates in us, implants, and then we're being hit with directed energy weapons and it's not so fun and it's not so fantastical like you can make a suit with it and we're not getting the good parts of it. Uh but when they present it and try and get people ready, try and um kind of condition people, it's always positive. It's always cool, it's always cutting edge and it doesn't hurt anybody, it's only helpful. Um yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me of this one story. I was one when I first came to Seattle about a year ago. I was researching how like they do they actually make movies before supposedly I don't know if they're really if this was truth or not, but they make movies before it comes out like years ahead in advance. Like I remember this one. I don't know if she was a targeted individual, but I remember she and her friend were like in some situation where they were drugged or under um, influence, and they went to a movie theater. And it was just them in the movie theater, and they saw a movie ten years before it came out, something like that, like five years before it came out. Um, really? It was on some kind. Of, yeah. So that I feel like they, it might even be more crazy than we think. Like they have these movies out, and whatever game they want to play, they'll just like throw it into the theater. I don't know. That could be a. a but yeah, I definitely read that like about a year ago, and I was 
started researching on this TI stuff. Oh, that's weird, man. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you doing with all your uh, targeting and everything? Um, are you? Not, I'm going. I mean, I, like you said, I'm, I'm surviving but not thriving. Um, but I do feel yeah. like recently they're kind of like on a – I've been a little more active and stuff, especially like on my own Facebook pages, like in my own social media, like – which I think we should all find each other, doesn't just by the way. But anyway, like on my Facebook media, I always like, even if it's not about specifically about targeting, I always try to come at the awareness of just the cabal in general. Like things that are going on in the world, I sort of just throw it out, like it's the cabal. Like, look, I just point to it. Like, oh, it's the new world order, it's Illuminati. I always try to do that on my Facebook. Even if I am afraid to do the TI stuff, I'll always go to the other stuff that they're doing because I know this whole kind of related. And the yeah, uh, do, you know the guy, do you know the guy who does uh, Scariest Movie Ever? Um, it's a YouTube channel, uh, scariest movie ever. His name's like KJ or something like that. Have you ever watched his videos? No, I haven't. Check check him out. But he's like he's an example. I just wanted to say he's like an example of social and alternative media that's not really focused on targeted individuals, but they're starting these these people who are focusing on the new world order. They're focusing on like kind of what the cabal is doing to control society and things like that they're starting to really focus on targeting and gang stalking and it's the skull and things like that. So we're seeing this trend. Awesome for us. It's great, you know, because these people who aren't necessarily directly targeted, they've been, you know, you know, they talk about Satanism and pedophilia and, um, you know, cult-like behavior and, you know, wickedness in high places, you know, the Podesta thing, Pizzagate, you know, they're starting to to know, they're starting to research and this stuff's uh, blasting out, you know, Alex Jones the other day was talking about, um, I think the the report that came out of the DHS Fusion Center um, about, you know, mind control, about V2K and everything like that. And he's he's talking about it like, you know, like he knows it exists. And, I mean, we're, like, with, with regular social media, what you're talking about, it's a good idea, you know, for you to do those videos in general about the bad things going on in society and then throw some targeted individual videos in there. Because that's just, yeah. you know, that's one of the things, one of the big bad things. But that's going to get you more views if you talk about the whole picture. You yeah, know. I'm starting to like um, this call with uh, Michael Barden. Definitely like and a couple of the calls previously that I've been getting on these past couple weeks or whatever. It is uh-huh. sort of like making me more want to public with it, you know, because I just go. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I guess it's just the program, I guess. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to get more public with it. I think for me, it's sort of like finding the, my my story and the credible things. Like I I friend with Ramola D because I know she's really knowledgeable, so I use a lot of her stuff. And I post it and I reward it in a sort of way that's where my audience can sort of digest it. But that's yeah, I a good idea. Is, I'm sure. I'm sure she would approve a hundred percent. You know. Yeah. Like she, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good way because I mean you're promoting them. Like I do that with uh, some of the stuff Dr. Horton talks about, and definitely Ramola D and things. I, you know, I think even if you know you'll have a special message that you want to tell about your story and what you're going through and how you things but also it's good if you, if you can't think of something right away and maybe you're waiting know somebody uh, like an interview like I, mean, I know it seems simple it seems like oh well Ramola D did an interview with this person I really liked it I'm sure a lot of target individuals saw it to make a little 10 minute video t- 
talking just talking about that interview. This interview was really good. Uh, target individuals need to go watch that. We need to do more of that. We need to do more self promotion. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because mm-hmm. nobody's really like. I mean, I think what we do is we'll like watch a great interview, uh, like a great target ind- individual interview, and we're just like, well, yeah, TIs know about that. They saw that. But you don't know how many, you know, didn't hear about it and didn't go to it. So if you make a video and like that, and then they come through on your video, it's like then they hear about it. Promotion spreads, um, and we've got to do a lot more of that. And I think it's kind of because we've been we've been like as kids, we were trusted the mainstream media when it, when news was important, it spread in this natural way. Um, but this this uh, you know this information is trying to be suppressed. They're trying to suppress it. So we have to really, really do things that are a little bit counterintuitive with promotion. You know, even if you think it's like, oh, well, why would I make a whole video about I saw this other video and talk about that? But those things are actually very important. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But, man, uh, what, uh, what's your name? Gerald. Gerald. Yeah, I've, I've talked to you a bunch on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about tonight? You got the floor, man. Um, let me see. I guess just, like, just be careful. I mean, it's summer, and, like, I got... Well, what happened to me was I went out drunk, and I was assaulted, and I was maced, and I woke up in the hospital. So, like, you know, just be careful. Don't go out alone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, stay strong, and I don't know. There's you know, uh, um, peace and love, I guess. Uh, but yeah, peace and love are going to get us through, and faith too. A lot of these things that you know, sometimes I'm like, Ugh, you know, everybody's saying they love each other, doing good, sending love. Those things are so important. Um, you know, sometimes they're even more important than um, you know some of the activism because when when you're in a loving state and you're really feeling empathy for other people and you're adding your faith to it too, you're believing that you can do incredible things. That's where all the the solid ground activism comes from. So it's important. You know, those feelings of peace and love and faith are so much more important than we think. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. Good message. Good message. I'm going to unmute a couple more people. And, uh, Gerald, sorry if, uh, you know, I'm not expounding too greatly tonight. I'm just, <laughs> I'm feeling really ripped up. So, uh, so you guys, yeah, you guys take it away. Y'all, y'all go ahead and talk. And I've unmuted some other people too. Y'all jump in. Am I muted? I got it. I want to say that it's not, I think love spiritual to be picked up, to care about each other, to give each other hope. And, and and know that we're there no matter what. We've got our backs. You know, we've got each other's back no yeah. matter what. That's huge for me. And and I think that's why people come to my call is it's huge for them too, to, to walk away feeling good about yourself. It's like I'm cleaning things up. I'm finding things that I'm sure I'm feeling good about myself right now. Yes, yes. Because, I mean, I, you know, I'm telling I, other things, like, come to the calls. Like, you know, it's really great. You're doing so great. Like I just met new TIs. Like what calls? I'm like you don't know about the calls. Just go. <laughs> and yeah, that's an, 
Yeah. And that's another thing to make YouTube videos about. Like, I'll I'll throw it in there on my YouTube videos. You know, hey, I'm mm-hmm. doing a call, or you know, Ella's having a yeah. call. You know, here's the oh, you can go get the call <laughs> schedule. Yeah, or Linda. But I but I was getting to that. See, I was go to the call <laughs> schedule, and then I go through yeah. the week. Um, so that that's really important because. Somebody was asking earlier tonight on Ella's call, I think Kevin, he was like, why do I always just see kind of the same TIs on here every night? Um, uh-huh. And I, I think it's just an information traveling thing. Once Ella started doing her interviews and putting them on YouTube, then we saw a lot of new people coming in. So it's just right. spreading that information that it's going on, you know? Yep. Even if Ryan. you think it's small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my name's Kyle. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Paula. Hey, Paul. You know, I must be sleepy. I must I'm be... like Ryan tonight? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so used to Ryan doing the late night. <laughs> that's why. I'm sorry. Kyle, they, mm-hmm. um, or anybody that's on the line, um, I, I do brush my teeth with peroxide and baking soda, but they keep radiating my mouth. Is there any suggestions? Like my tongue, they keep re, um, they doing something to my tongue, and I, you know they radiate your teeth, but they doing something to my tongue, and and I'm not trying to be, um, you know, unprovocative or provocative or whatever on here, but no, and they, no, that's happened, and they, you know, my my attackers hit me in the teeth a lot. They haven't been doing it lately. Um, and when they hit me in the teeth, I'll, this is just one thing I'll do. I'll get in that, my leather chair and I'll tr- kind of put my face in between the arm and the mm-hmm. back. So mm-hmm. my, my head's kind of facing down a little bit and they have a, it, it's a harder angle for them to hit the teeth. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I would suggest covering it up, you know, covering your mouth up with like some leather or um, some kind of material from less EMF. Well, what do you think, okay. Linda? They, they was. I'm sorry. I just want oh, to. Oh, go ahead. Keep. Yeah, I'm sorry. They was doing this. They was doing this at work today too. I mean, I can't put nothing over my mouth at work, and they do. They've been doing it um, all day. Like you, you know, they follow us, but and um, inappropriate. It was the word I was. I was trying to use. I'm not trying to be inappropriate, but they're trying to. No, make you're me, not being. They're trying to make. What I'm finna say now. They're trying to make me. Um, uh, they keep making me. Excuse me and make me like they want you to move your bowels on yourself. I'm trying to say it. Oh, yeah. They been, my my attackers lately have been hitting me in the colon, and it makes me have yeah. these disgusting burps. And then also yeah. the other way is bad, too. Um, so, no, yeah. you're not being disgusting. That's just part of, you know, what they do to us. Targeting. So don't worry about so, that. So is there any suggestions for these two things, please? Anybody? <laughs> I, I, I want to say one thing, and then I'll let other people jump in to suggest okay. things. But I was thinking, you know, if you're at work and you can't put anything over your face, that you might try some kind of mouth guard, like plastic mouth guards. Okay. Because um, maybe the directed energy would have a hard time getting through that plastic. Um, it okay, might that's, that's absorb some good. of it. But then uh, let's let's see if some other people on the call maybe maybe have some suggestions about it. Okay. I have, to, uh, I have a I'd like to contribute to I like to contribute to the donation. Hi, good evening everyone. Hi, hi. Kyle. Hey Amy. Hi, baby. How you doing? Um, I'm I'm all right. How you doing? Uh, you getting through? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. 
Uh, well, anyway, I was just thinking, um, do, do all the cooler in the office, like one of those five-gallon water uh, coolers that people go and get water? I don't know if they still exist anymore in offices, but I know they used to. But uh, if they don't, if, you, if that's not there, like bring your own water and drink a lot of water and see if that would attenuate, would lessen the impact of getting um, getting hit. Okay. So just drinking a lot of water, hydrate yourself. Because water uh-huh. does help a lot, really. It helps okay. the body uh, to uh, cleans the body out. You know, it just right. pushes everything through. And if we get the, especially with summer now, right, uh, you know, like with the heat and everything, so it adds to being dried out and all that. So try. To, I have a feeling that if you start drinking more water at work, it may help you. So that's for the mouth and the bowels? The bowels? Uh, that's for both? Uh, well, not really. Uh, uh, well, well, yeah, yeah, because this water does push everything through to help you eliminate. So it helps with the kidneys, it helps with the bowels, it helps with a lot of things, water. It's just, it's a, it's a great, it's a great thing, water. It has a lot of benefits to it. Okay. So, I, I, I have a thought. Um, if you uh, like jewelry, you should wear like a very thick cuffless bracelet, and then I, you can you can use that to block it, like hold it over your face or hold it over your side or over your heart, and then you can move it around. You know, like a big brass one or a big copper one uh, that you can move around when you need it. Oh, I, I I can't I can't wear jewelry at work. I can I can put it on after work though, but I can't wear oh, jewelry. I, I work see. I work in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, uh huh. That would be hard. Yeah. Hi, Paula. Mm-hmm. Hi. This is Ashley. Oh, hey, Ashley. Hey, hey, Kyle. Hey, I think um, one thing is uh, apple cider vinegar. I think if you take some of that every night, it might help some with your bowels. But would it be? Um, if it, if you took some emodium or something before work, would that give you a problem later with constipation? Emodium. Magnesium. Magnesium. No, no, no. She's she, she's having to go too often. You don't want something that's going to make you go to the emodium, bathroom more emodium, often. Emodium makes you not go. Yeah. You and get if you something go and you evacuate, you take two, and then, and then it, each, if you have to go again, you take one more, and it will stop it. Yeah. Oh, totally. What is the Because you could get the generic. It's uh, an anti-diarrheal um, yeah. pill. A pill. Okay, I gotta go to the store tomorrow then, because I I don't I don't I don't have that. Yeah. Okay. But I want to uh, go back. To, I want to go back to what Linda hello. was saying earlier yeah, about yeah. support and love in the community. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can still hear you, Ashley. <laughs> Sue just um Sue's just talking. You can talk after her. Go ahead. Sue. Oh no, I just wanted to confirm what she's saying. You know, because a lot of us are very you know good-hearted people, and we've been rejected by society, or by our government anyway. And um, you know, to realize that your true self is not this victim. You're not just this victim getting beat up and abused. You're human, you're spirit, having a material experience. And when we come together and we remember that, it, it really fills us with a purpose. You know, it fills us with 
a grounding sense of peace. Yes. I would, and, yeah. and I'd like to read something that I, I'm cleaning up. I'm finding these things. I printed out. And what, one of them I found is how someone treats you is not an indication of who you are. It's, mm-hmm. indi- it's an indication of who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, these people that treat us so badly, it's not yeah. us. It's them. That's you right. know, it's them. And regarding our, and regarding our, our, our neighbors who go along with this stuff, According to Albert Einstein, condemnation prior to investigation is the height of ignorance. And these people uh-huh. do condemn us without investigating, you know. I just wanted to pass those things on. <sighs> okay. okay. I like it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I do. Good stuff. Hi. I'm, I'm kind of new to this call. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, I just wanted to share my observation um, about the mouth problems. And you know how TIs have personal items that come up missing mysteriously, like from their home or from their car or whatever? Well, I just want everyone to know I have had two mouth guards that have disappeared mysteriously. And so maybe there is something to, um, I guess, some shielding effect. That that's okay. the reason why that they've taken two. And so one was a custom made um, by my dentist that disappeared. And then another one was just a cheap, you know, drugstore one that, you know, for $10 or something. Okay. That's the only item I've ever had, you know, where they went to the trouble to steal it twice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that All could right. be uh, true with everything, what you're saying, that, that it, it helps with uh, shielding. And also, uh, they will take anything that you like, anything you find value in and important to, even if it's 10 cents. They will take it if they know it'll trigger, it'll get you upset, it'll get you paranoid, it'll get you suspicious, it'll get you or kilter, they, they will do it. So um, that's part of the playbook that they have. There's certain things they do, uh, everybody, mm-hmm. all of us. And so you just kind of, I, 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 I know it's a joke to the system. I've gone, I've had it happen to me over and over again too many times to remember or to mention. It's a joke to the system. It's a shock. It causes trauma. I, I felt trauma from those times when that's happened to me. And so I know what, I know what, what it feels like. And, um, you know, anything that you like, that you just, anything to get you to spend your money to deplete you of your, of your financial resources. So just, just remember that. And, and it's not, it's just what they're doing to all of us. And, and you're not a victim. You're getting victimized. You're getting victimized. And then you could say, hey, um, you know, I may be getting victimized, but I am, I am moving forward. And, we are surviving uh, victimization. We are survivors right. of victimization, right. not victims. Yeah. Right. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Can I ask like another question really quick? Um, it, is anybody familiar with the national, I think it's the National Radio Quiet Zone in West Virginia? Yes. Oh. I but went there. I, I was so wondering if any TIs have been there and if yep. you experienced any relief um, from nope. your symptoms while you know. I, I well, okay, well, I, I went there for two weeks because I thought it was going to be the promised land. Um, and that was yeah. in about 2013, I think, or okay. 2014. 
And I, I, I'm Vulcan Wolverine on YouTube. I made a whole a video document. I did a video documentation of the whole trip, pretty much, when okay. I was there. Okay. Um, okay. When I, okay, so I live in Louisiana. I uh, went to the airport, got on the plane. They hit me really hard in the chest on the plane. Now, when I landed down, I landed down in, um, in Virginia, and I had to drive into West Virginia. Or I landed in Riley. I'm not sure. Um, but when I landed down, everything was buffered a lot. Like, things were only at, like, a 20% level. Like, the V2K, everything. The hits and okay. everything. As I, as I drove in, and I got a cabin about five miles outside of Green, Green Bank. Um, oh, okay. So, for about three days, it was awesome. Things were better. But I yeah. think that it was because they, were, they had to... Um, What's it called? They had to kind of re. Uh, they had to kind of get people there and set up, you know, whatever cell cell tower was going to hit me there. It really wasn't because of the quiet zone, because three days later it was just the same as it was in Louisiana with the same oh, V2K voices, oh. the same hits. The hits were so hard I actually thought that somebody in the cabin that I was in had moved in like next to me to do it. Um, and I actually went to the radio telescope. I was I was about 15 feet away from it, and I was getting V2K. Um, oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. So for me, it 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 helped because I was like going on a, a long trip. It's about 14 hours away from Louisiana. Um, so I got a little a couple of days of where they were trying to re um, I can't think of the word, but just redo everything um, with what they had there. Um, but then after three days, um, I had gang stalking in Green Bank. Like, I had vehicular stalking and stalking when I went to eat in the city of Green Bank. Um, and I was hit just as heavy in Green Bank. If you, if you, but if you do go to the radio telescope, um, like, the, 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 you go in there and you can, like, learn about it. And they have all this copper shielding on their ceilings. Uh, I, I felt a lot better in that environment. Uh, because okay. there was like copper, okay. copper mesh, like basically uh, enmeshed in the ceiling. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get a whole lot of relief. And then like on the, the, the end of the first week, there were like 60 jets doing chemtrails. And I have it on video. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's just like green. I, you can look up Vulcan Wolverine and then it'll, it's called, you know, a uh, trip to Green Bank or something like that. Um, and I go through a, a bunch of days when I'm there uh, and talk okay. about exactly what I'm feeling and everything like that. Um, I, I don't want to di uh, discourage people from going because their targeting may be different to where it actually does make a huge difference. But I see that if I was there, um, it would have just gone up to the, it, it went up to the same level and it would have just stayed at the same level. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So, well, so actually, that's unfortunate, yeah. but I appreciate you sharing that story, and I'll look for the video. Yeah, try. I have. Say, I have so many. I have like 900 videos. Um, so it was in like 2014. I might try and get that little grouping of videos and put it in a um, you know, put it in a, a grouping on my uh on my beginning page. I know a lot of people want to know about that. And I heard about it, and I was like, wireless free zone, because if there's any kind of wireless energy, it's going to throw off the readings of the radio telescope. But they were hitting me, they were hitting me right by the radio telescope with this stuff. So, um, 
I don't know what that that may say something about my targeting. It may yeah. it may mean that I have a, an implant that they didn't have to worry about messing up the radio telescope's reading, um, you know, by hitting me with some kind of stream of energy. I, I don't know, but it yeah, it but didn't work. But Spencer Carter, when he hiked up to what within twenty feet of the base of that tower, was where he found relief. Really? Yes. I heard him I didn't... tell that. That's what got us started on Green Bank. Was no, what, no, what got us started on Green Bank is because it's a uh, radio quiet zone. No, I mean him saying that he, for the first time, he got relief when he hiked way up there. That's not what where why I went. Okay, that's why I was in <laughs> Okay, well, I guess maybe maybe later on, I did not, I was, I mean, I was like 15 feet away from the radio telescope, and I was getting V2K, I mean, I guess it wasn't as bad, like, right by it, I think they were being a little bit more careful, but it, it wasn't gone, Yeah, he, I guess I he, did get a little bit of relief. Yeah, he wept, he said he wept because, because for the first time, it was total relief for him. Just really? I was still getting V2K, and I wept for a different reason. I I was, like, still getting V2K, so I was like, oh, shit, this didn't work. I spent all this money to come up to Green Bank. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying, though. You know, we all have different forms of targeting, so I wouldn't – it's kind of hard for just one of us to do something and to be like, okay, well, I did it, and it didn't work, so nobody else should try it. That's definitely not what I'm saying. You may find relief. I'm just telling my personal – you know what happened to me. That's the hard thing about this because what works okay. for some may not work for others. Mm-hmm. Well, I need to talk I, I to Spencer about that. A follow-up question is that um, is, is there like an organized effort to try to, I guess, educate the TI community about the physics behind what could be happening to us? We do sometimes, yeah, we do have uh, sometimes specialists who will speak on as a guest with some of the Uh shows. Yeah, so you just have to stay in touch, and you can go back and research prior recordings from the last several years and see if there's something you're interested in. Okay, yeah, there's like a ton, and so because I remember um, years ago, like I kept looking on the internet, and like I just couldn't hit the right keyword um, mm-hmm. until about April of last year. And then it just seemed like, you know, all of a sudden it just exploded. You know, it went from a couple <laughs> of message boards, you know, with a, a few messages here and there. And so, and a little bit on the dark web to where it's just everywhere now. It um, is. Maybe it, yeah, maybe it helps that I know the parlance now too. Mm-hmm. And so, Do you, are but, you a science person? Do you know... Um, something you have a background in it that that's why you're interested oh no not at all and so oh. I, i'm just a geek at heart and so i just okay. I really like to understand how things work mm-hmm. and so i actually i mean i started hanging out with a bunch of hackers um i started getting involved in the technical side because you know like i couldn't communicate i couldn't find a job i couldn't find an apartment or anything because my online accounts kept getting hacked so i started becoming interested um, in the IT security aspect of it 
Um, and then once I fell down that rabbit hole, um, I started yeah. learning a little bit more about like, the hackers, and and that's actually gotten me in contact with some more of the science uh, yeah. types. Uh-huh. And so I'm getting some ideas. And so, but then I was like, well, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole if other people have already been down it. Well, if you could use the information to protect yourself, that's that would be a good reason to learn it. I studied yeah. um, I studied a lot of sciences in college, and but I also studied arts and different things that I've synthesized. So what during my targeting, my research has been in quantum physics and radio shielding and things like that, but also. Mm-hmm. You know the mental emotional aspects of uh getting through you know how how to cope so um you know whatever you're interested in, you should go over to talk shoe, type in some keywords. Ella has a lot of recordings, Linda has a lot of recordings um every i mean neil uh although he doesn't label his um for specific topics. Uh, any other suggestions from the moderators? Are the moderators on the call who want to huh. share about that? I'm just cleaning up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed. This is good. This is yeah. good. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Richard Lighthouse is is very good um, with, with yeah. kind of what's going on, you know, um, Satellites to cell towers, ground weapons, and things like that. Um, okay. Trying to, I'm trying to think of some because um, well, he worked at NASA. Yeah. What about uh, some of the authors? I mean, I'd like her if she could look up John Hall, Dr. John Hall's books. Robert Ella Duncan, Hall. definitely. You know yeah. of Robert Duncan, obviously, huh? Well, Target Justice. Target Justice has a bunch of. You know, like Ted Gunderson and mm-hmm. um, and Bill Binney's affidavit. He's got some really good affidavits on there that are really, if you've got anybody who doubts you that you're being targeted, you know, mm-hmm. hand, hand them that information and they can they really can't doubt you anymore. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, and Frank Allen has um, some pretty good technical calls sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, is anyone aware of whether any of the, I guess, the results, the survey results by Kirk Weeby and? <laughs> I was wondering myself. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Does anybody have information about what happened with that survey? I, the only thing I know is they went to Europe, and when they went to Europe, the thing is. That was a lot. I mean, what five hundred surveys, and each one of them is pro- was probably like ten pages each, almost. That's uh-huh. a lot of input to put in for the into the computer, and then to and then to figure it out and know where it's all, you know, relates to where and what and all that. I would mm-hmm. assume that's going to be a few more months at least. Yeah. They might okay. be doing something with that on the on that new council, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They might be bringing. I mean, I, I haven't heard anything specific about it, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, they might be bringing something out on that because I know that that uh, Bill Benny is on that council, so they might get into that topic and bring out the um, 
you know, what's it called? Can't remember what it's called, the survey. Yeah, Jesus. Did you get sleep deprived last night? No. Yeah. Uh, oh, Linda? No, you do. Oh. Oh, well, okay. I just, okay. I've been getting sleep deprived for a week now, and I don't get oh, it. Oh, yeah. Every hour on the hour, I'm awake. Mm-hmm. How about you? How about you, Kyle? No, I I mean, I get sleep because I take melatonin. I kind of force myself to go to sleep. When I lay yeah. down, I'm just going to lay down even if I don't sleep. Um, but, man, they are just jacking up my my upper spine and my head. Um, I'm trying to figure out if, like, the memory loss and stuff like that and the cognitive issues are just from lots of microwaves or if it's it's, it's probably a mixture of both that and the remote neural manipulation. I have okay. some severe, severe cognitive issues that are just... They're, they hit you hard today before the call? Uh, well, no, not today. They have, oh. they didn't hit me hard today. They, last call they did, they hit me something, and it kind of zapped my mental vitality, but tonight it seems like they kind of left me alone. I'm not oh. I'm not feeling... I, was kinda, I mean, they hit me real bad all the time, you know? And I think sometimes it's like, it's not like they're having pity on me, but it's weird. Like, sometimes they're just like, okay, let's just lay off of them for a little while. It's very, very weird. And I don't know how to describe it or how to feel about it. Uh, But they do give me some breaks where they're not just hitting me as hard as possible. But then when I go to sleep, it's game. It's game on, you know. (laughs) I know, I mean, they're alone. It, you know, because here you're on a call with a bunch of people surrounding you. But when you're alone, I like it. when you're really, yeah. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm on the call and talking, it's like I get my mind off of it and I feel a lot better. Let me get that yeah. echo. If somebody has a, if you know that you have that echo, can you mute yourself? Let me see if I can find it. Oh, that's probably me. I'm sorry. Okay, well, that's okay. For Huh? Um, what was that that quote that quoted from Einstein? Oh, okay, I put it away, but I've got it kind of memorized. I love that one. Um, um, Condemnation prior to investigation is the height of ignorance. I'm going to send that to my sister. (laughs) That's a good one. Every every person that surrounds me. He also... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say Einstein also has a quote about um, collecting facts to back up theories instead of collecting theories to back up facts. Is that right? Is that right? Uh, It's something like that. It's one of those ways, but it's bad to collect. It's bad to collect theories to back up. Oh, maybe I didn't say that right. Y'all go ahead. I didn't get that. Let's think that that one through. I'm trying to think that one through. It's I think up. I, I it's facts to back up theories, not theories to back up facts. Ah, I don't know. Huh, no, it was I a think good it's the quote. opposite. I think it was the opposite. I might, I might look it up and see. <laughs> I love Einstein quote. Okay. Yeah. He was a real humanitarian, I think. He wasn't very nice to his wife, but he was... Oh. He seemed to see deep... He seemed to... See deeply into people, you know. He could figure them out. He could see deeply into the universe. That's what's yeah, so amazing. 
Ooh, what about this one? Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Right. That's, That's good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, he has a great one about imagination. Uh, I can't do the search while I'm on the call, but there's one, uh, something about imagination is more important than, I forget what the fill in the blank yeah. there. Yeah. Imagination is that. everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. Okay, that that's it? one of them. That's a no. different one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know the one you're talking about. Imagination is more important than the... Than knowledge. Yeah. I yeah. Than knowledge. Yeah. Or than yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah. It says, yeah. It says imagination is more important than knowledge. Than knowledge. Oh, yeah. I love that. Me too. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to look up some more of them. Uh-huh. Uh, Kyle... Hello. Yeah, is this Mary? Hey, Miss yeah. Mary. Hi, Kyle. Um, I have a question for you. Uh, you take medication for your Crohn's disease? Um, no, ma'am. I take. Let's see. I just I try and eat right. Um, and I take. No, I don't. Not anymore. I take CBD oil. CBD oil helps with it. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I've been in remission for um for like since I got since I knew I was targeted. I've been in remission, which is very weird. Um, yeah. I was I was yeah. very very sick with it. I had just gotten a foot of my colon taken out, and and I was going back into a flare up, and I was taking this like really heavy duty uh, immunosuppressant, and it was making me sicker, and it wasn't helping. And then I I smoked cannabis for a while. And it actually healed me. It actually put me into remission. And oh, then I got targeted. And then I was dealing with the targeting. It's like it's kind of still always there, but it's not a flare-up, you know. You always kind of deal with some issues with Crohn's, but it's not like in huge flare-up mode. Um, but, yeah, I take now I take the CBD oil, and it seems to really just help everything. You know? But you mentioned on the call that you do take a prescription medication. I, I do. I take lorazepam, but that's uh, an anti-anxiety medicine. It's uh, it's like a cousin to Xanax, uh, but it has a 12-hour half-life, where Xanax has a 6-hour half-life, and it has a small bit of a sedative in it. Um, and I notice that I can get to sleep pretty easy, and then if I take a like one milligram lorazepam, uh, it can calm me down, you know, from a lot of the effects of the targeting. Uh, okay, but there's one question. Like a lot of us sometimes can't determine the flu-like symptoms could be from targeting or they can be from your medication. Have you yeah. checked the, the symptoms of for your medication? Yeah, it, it's very mild. It's like one one milligram of a very, very mild dose of it, so it, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, an accumulation of the meds in your body, maybe over three days, can produce like flu-like symptoms. You know, mm-hmm. a dragging for fatigue, a lot of things. I would just want to bring that up because, you know, we we get a lot of targeting and it drags us out. Yeah. You know, and like flu, like you ache all over and you're just dragging. Sometimes our medication on top of the targeting does that to us. 
Yeah, I might check that out, Miss Mary. I'm pretty sure that the lorazepam doesn't do that, but that's something good to look into. Now, I have to tell you all something. I'm not sure if this is my attacker screwing around with me or if it's really happening, but that curamin that I've been talking about, I've been taking it every day for like two weeks, and it's been really, really helping, but my stomach started hurting really bad, like around the colon area, uh, a couple of days ago. And I'm I'm yeah. just not sure if it's my attackers doing that because they don't like me taking the curamin, or it might be from the actual turmeric uh, and curcumin that, that it's building up in my stomach and kind of hurting it. So I guess yeah, I'm just I saying, take, yeah, be... I take the... Uh, curcumin too and it helps and let me tell you they shoot the vitamins out of my hand so I really? know what, I, I know which ones that they don't like because they don't like me <laughs> taking any of these vitamins they yeah you know what they do Miss Mary Miss Mary you know what they do to me they'll hit me in the stomach and screw up my digestion if I'm mm-hmm. taking something that really helps me they actually like they're either using remote neural manipulation or just shooting externally into the stomach so that it messes up the digestion. I get real nauseous, and I know that I'm not digesting those supplements right. Um, yeah, I get that too. On you one might want to eat like, before you take them. You might eat, eat yeah. sometimes before you take them helps. This helps. Yeah, always eat before it takes every, yeah, never take anything on an empty stomach. Well, there's some things you need to take on an empty stomach, like glutathione. It's best to take on an empty stomach. And I think your iron on an empty stomach, you have to read that. They um, um, digest better on an empty stomach. Well, yeah, it depends on your condition. Mm Mm-hmm. I have to say, uh, you know, if I'm going to take a bunch of vitamins, like most of us do, I usually have at least, you know, a piece of cheese or a piece of bread or something. Absorbent. Most, most herbs uh, work best on an empty stomach, uh, in my experience. So, I mean, but most of nine times out of ten, I find the herbs I take work are working, doing their best work when they're only dealing with them. Well, herbs maybe, but if you're taking minerals and you're taking other hard tablets like that, you're taking tablets. It's good to have something to buffer it in your stomach. But if yeah. you're just taking capsules of herbs, then you could just, you know, drink it with tea or something liquid. Yeah. On most, on most vitamins, it tells you not to take it on empty stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what they say. And, and the people that order, um, I think it was recently, and it said it's a really good company, and I, I can't remember now. It is good. I take so much stuff, and it says uh, take with a meal. So I called them be, to, and and because I found that they work just fine on an empty stomach, and they said, recommend that. You know, we just tell the public that. <laughs> Oh, so they don't have it, yeah. Yeah, so they really, and sure enough, the same with the whole the great Hulda Clark, who was my doctor before she passed away. A lot of things she would tell the public in her books, and she would tell us as her patients to do it differently. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but you also have to go by your own metabolism, your own, con- you know, constitution. Yeah. yeah, because, like, you know, some people do better. Let's say they, they want to do the detox with the hot sauce, but if you're sensitive to acids, it's not the right thing for you. There's probably a different chemistry for you. Or yeah. if you're, you know, if you don't mind hot sauces and spices, then that's a good way to detox. So it depends on your sensitivities and how, you know, what yeah. kind of history you have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you said if you're sensitive to ashes? Acid. Acidic. Like, I'm, oh, oh. I'm very acidic, so, like, when I drink oh. wine, the next day I will feel, like, I'll feel the burn. Like, my body doesn't feel right, so I yeah. think I'm extra acidic. So I like I need a diet that has a lot of al uh what al what yeah alkaline um, yeah alkaline, alkaline. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was gonna say alkaline but it didn't sound like the right word so stop <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah. see cognitive issues I hate it too because uh-huh. like my memory used to be so great I mean I even if I forgot something it would pop up my memory was so awesome. And now, literally, there are things that I will forget, and I cannot even close to remember them, like like Alzheimer's. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I have Alzheimer's. Yeah, I try to remember names, like famous. No, I'm saying it's like Alzheimer's. Not, I I know that I don't have Alzheimer's, but it feels like Alzheimer's. Yeah. Okay, and also apple cider vinegar is really good to to alcohol. Alkalinize. Uh, I can't say it. Alkalinize. Uh, yeah, alkalinize. Alkalinize or alkalize? Alkalinize. Alkalinize. Yeah, it's really good. I had some before. <laughs> I took some before with some grapefruit juice, and so I don't taste it. But you know that they're making in the natural markets. They have drinks in the refrigerator section. Well, the apple cider based drinks. Uh, I got some, Amy. Rare. Those aren't Even. bad. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. taste too bad because it's very little apple cider vinegar because that, that apple cider vinegar costs, and but the stuff they use mostly uh, in there doesn't cost as much as the apple cider vinegar. So they they using juice and they're putting some apple cider vinegar in there. Oh, okay. uh, so, so you're really better off buying your own mother's apple cider vinegar and then, and then taking what you prefer, any kind of juice or Drink whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to break it down with. Yeah, know? but I would be I would be careful with that. If you're having acidic stomach, I wouldn't start out with that. I would start out with something like yogurt for a few days, get your stomach to heal the lining first, and then do something like that. And I told I was talking to Sue. Yeah, kefir is really uh-huh. good, but also yeah. uh, Yaya carries around Tums with her oh, and that yeah. keeps her very alkalinized. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm yeah. gonna go get some tomes and just have them with me, you know. Yeah. Can I interrupt for a second? Mhm. Yeah. Um, this is a different topic, but um and I'm Diana from Ohio. Um Hi, Hey Diana. Hi. Um this is more on along the lines of the the B two K. I don't I know some people experience it and some people don't. Um, well, I have it really bad. Chatterbox, 24 hours a day, so you have come to the right place. <laughs> Do you ever get them where they're trying to say, 
they're trying to act like they're the victim, that they're the one being targeted, that I'm the one targeting them, which would be impossible <laughs> because I don't have any military background. I don't have the money. <laughs> How yeah, can no, do that? That's, a, that's just, it's PSYOP stuff, you know, like they, well, they don't necessarily do that exact thing to me, but they make me feel like I'm the criminal, like I'm the bad guy, like they're the good guys <laughs> and I'm the bad guy. I'm a bad person. They have to do this. They're doing their duty, and I'm the bad. You know, I'm the person that they have to watch. You know, even though they're torturing me to death, and I haven't done anything. So that's a. It's a way to. Um, it's a way to kind of just switch it psychologically. To try and switch it psychologically. Um, I I wouldn't pay attention to any of that. They know they're the evil people. They know, and they know that you didn't do anything wrong. They know that you're not targeting them. But it's a way to kind of turn it around and and victimize you more, you know, because they want to. They not only want to torture you and victimize you like physically, they want to victimize you psychologically too. I mean, it's the full spectrum um, Zerzet song. You know, they want to destroy you in every way. Like they so. want me to take responsibility for their actions. Right. They want. Right. They want me to take the blame when I. It's not even possible. It's ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. They're so, torturing you. You know, you didn't, yeah. They want to be the scapegoat for their bad behavior. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, they want to push yeah. everything on other people. That's the type of people they are. And that's what a false yeah. flag is. The The philosophy of false flag is doing all these evil, evil things, like, you know, creating all these conflicts and then pushing it on to other people. And kind of staying in the shadows and and being above it. I didn't do anything. You know? Okay, but also all wrong needs a scapegoat. That's why the Bible is so. The biblical story of a scapegoat needed in the Old Testament for everything they did wrong, and then in the New Testament Jesus was. So the all wrong behavior. All people who are wrong and don't want to do right, they all need, they must have a scapegoat. It's a principle of spiritual things. It sucks. <laughs> oh, but I think being guilty is a... Right. If you are right and you know you're right and God knows you're right, then why should you care that they need a, to scapegoat because it doesn't work? It doesn't work to scapegoat someone who is right will never work. It does work sometimes though. They're really clever with it. Like that happens to me. I've I've always I've, I've thought it was my fault the whole time for the first half or whatever. And um, it they're just you know just how the game is. But yeah, eventually they, when the truth comes can, out, it, don't, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. If you are right and you know you're right and you stand before God right every day of your life. It cannot work. I don't see how it can work because the principle... Right, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. But anonymous, the thing is we're human beings, so um, this is a bad example, but you beat a dog enough and it starts to believe it did something wrong. We have we have natural things inside of us that aren't like our frontal lobe and things that are very conscious-minded that are just kind of animal instincts, and when we're hurt a lot we sometimes think that it's our fault and they're playing on those very instinctual things. So it right. is, I mean, it is, we right. still this do feel, 
those things, even if you know in your head, like, you know in your head, I didn't do anything wrong. These people are crazy. I'm going to stand. I'm going to plant myself like a tree and know I haven't done anything wrong. We still have those kind of animal things within us that we have to work on. We have to, you know, condition positive things. You so, have to, you, um, yeah, but you have to become strong spiritually in order not to buy into the life. So you're right. It has to be worked on, but I better get a big God. Oh, yeah. Not that yeah, I, I agree with not, you. It's not that I believe that they're right. I'm just asking if other people are experiencing the same thing. If this is a common... Yeah, I, I am. Very I mean, common. Feeling guilty I, is like, I know feeling they're guilty liars. Like, yeah. It's a very low vibrational frequency that they're going after. Thanks, they want Kyle, to operate they keep knocking those. me off, and I can yeah, have they've... them back on. Knocked you off like twice, Linda. Four times, four times. That's four times. Because you're feeling good tonight. Yes. Yeah. They want to. They want to do something to to just get in there and make you feel bad. <laughs> don't let them. Don't let them. I'm finding some interesting things that have been returned. I'm not going to go into detail, but that boggles my mind. They really do, on occasions, return things. Just to make it crazy. Yeah. Well, Jared, what were you saying, man? Oh, um, I was saying that like um, the feeling guilty is a is a low vibrational frequency. I think it's lower than it's one of the lowest, like feeling angry and whatever. So I feel like that's what they aim for for a lot of us, which is to feel sad. And guilty is one of the lowest. I think it's one of it's the lowest, if not one of the lowest, or something. So they want you to feel that way, and it's happened to me. Having calls, so yeah, I think it's very common. And mm-hmm. shame, oh yeah, shame also. Just feeling bad about who you are. Just guilt is feeling about bad about what you did, and shame is feeling bad about who you are. So both. Mm-hmm. I find I find both of those things are operating behind the scenes, whether it's subliminal or whether it's it's B two K. And to the person that asked about B two K. The best thing I can say about it, I, I get that, B2K, is to ignore it. It's that it's easier said than done, but just do your best to ignore it. There's lots of ways you can ignore it. Um, you can be really creative about how to ignore it. Um, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Don't believe anything it says. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about nothing. If it tells you the lottery number, don't even care about the, the winning lottery number. That's how... That's how evil this is. You don't want to get any information from evil. Evil people always, always point you in the wrong direction. It's very insidious. It's, it's very deceptive. That's all it's going to ever do is point you in the wrong direction, even though you think it's pointing you in the right, it's really the wrong direction. By the way, a gentleman that was talking about feeling guilty, me too. And, you know, for us to feel guilty about things that we have absolutely no control over or that we weren't good enough, we didn't do enough, like I feel like maybe my son, I should have, I don't know, done more, even though it was really an impossible situation. And it's like, you know, we can't feel guilty over things that we have no control over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guilt is a killer. Guilt, guilt is just a killer. Yeah, the serenity prayer is good for that. 
Yes. For some reason, I thought about that this morning, the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. Helpful. And there's another, they call it the short, what do they call it? The short serenity. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the <laughs> short form of the serenity prayer. Or, keep it simple. Yeah, and if there's something you can't control, you can control the way you react and the way that you feel about it. Maybe not initially, you'll feel a certain way, but you can work on that feeling, you know, um, and change it. Because there are things that, like, there are things that my attackers have visualized in my head that I feel shame about, but I've never done. And they're trying to say that I'm that kind of way or something like that. Um, I don't really want to go into specifics because they're so disgusting, like the most disgusting things. And it's still like I had an initial reaction of just because the visual, even though it wasn't mine in my head, of shame because it's just an instinctual thing. But over time, you work on that and, you know, you know it in your head that you, you haven't done anything wrong, that you're not like that. And then eventually you work on that subconscious feeling, those instincts, mm-hmm. and you condition those to to be neutral about those things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it just takes work. Yeah, it does take a lot. It takes constant, constant, constant work. Psychological is really important. Like Kyle saying, the discipline, uh, and over time, and doing it over and over again, because the psychological uh, shielding. Protection is very important because they want to go for your mind. They want they want to take they want to mess your mind up, and so when your mind's messed up, you can't function, and you feel bad about yourself, and you start to mess up and start getting self-destructive. Uh, and that's not where we want to go. We want to uh, you know you know we want to go forward. We want to defeat this stuff. You know, one day at a time. We want to you know we want to rise above it. I'm not saying we're going to win. But at least we're going to put the good side up. We'll put the good side up. You know, we don't want these bastards to 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 to, to destroy us, to have us destroy ourselves and what they're doing. No way. We don't want that, guys. We want to, you know, we want to function and we want to, you know, have a, do the best we can to have some kind of a life. Who are they to do this to us? Who are they? Nothing but scum. Nothing but scum. And, and and another thing is is that um, you know when you know, when I get in you know, V2K I I uh, I hear it because I, guess I can't help but hear it it's an audible thing but I don't listen to what it says I don't try I don't I don't like take it and uh, do anything with it I put my mind on something else uh, I I kind I detach from it I just I disassociate from it. Uh, I'll put my mind on Hawaii or or some person who I like or on the Buddha. I'm I'm into Buddhism, so I'll put my mind on the Dalai Lama or I'll put my mind on Jesus. I I love Jesus, too. I'll put my mind on Jesus. I'll put my mind on swimming. I'll put my mind on on, on climbing a mountain. Anything to get my mind off of what what was just said to me. I don't want to hear it. I I don't I don't want it. So that's how I reject it. I don't listen to it. Hearing is one thing. Listening is another thing. 
That's what I want to say about B2K. You just kind of do your best to ignore it. I listen to music all day long, too, by the way. And when I listen to music, I don't hear, I don't hear a lot of it. And if I do hear it, 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 it has my mood feeling good. The music I like to listen to makes me feel good. So what they, so the B2K is not going to, uh, it's not going to uh, have that kind of effect on me because I'm listening to, to music that I enjoy listening to. Anything that takes your mind off of things, hobbies, uh, you know, listening to, uh, to, to, to some, 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 uh, some YouTube, some, you know, uh, learning, educating yourself, reading, painting, artwork, anything that you get very absorbed in is the best thing you can do for yourself. If you're getting remote neurally monitored, you're getting B2K, if you're getting a hit, even if you're getting a hit, with, with, with direct energy weapons, uh, the best thing to do is to keep your mind open because they're going for your body to affect your mind. It's always about getting to your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, word games are helpful too sometimes or um, puzzles, you know, to keep your mind active and to break entrainment. Well, learning mm-hmm. a new skill like gardening or mm-hmm. sport, yeah. Absolutely. So you have to worry about breaking in training. Because once you start listening to, if you're getting B2K, I know maybe half of us get B2K, not all of us get that, thank God. But for those who are getting B2K, uh, if you start listening to it and analyzing it and, and wanting to answer it back, that, that's in training. That's what yeah. Sue is saying. Yeah, they really want you enmeshed in their narrative. They want you paying attention to what they're saying. Like, I've got a good cop, bad cop, and sometimes the woman will say nice things that make sense. And I'm like, yeah, she's right in my head, but that's just participating. You don't want to internalize anything they say. And it and it comes naturally. It starts to come naturally because you adapt, and you're like, I can't listen to these people. Like, it took me years and years, you know, to not internalize it, but you eventually get there naturally. Hopefully, we won't be going through this for too many more years, but... You just naturally are like, I can't listen to these voices all the time. I have to, you know, do other stuff. I have to pay attention to my own thoughts. And you will get there uh, with with natural adaptation, you know, yeah. with, with work. Just right now, it's really hard. It's only, I say it's only, it's only been three years, but I've just recently figured out what it is. And it's, mm. it's tough, especially when, I guess, the Based on what I've been hearing, I've been getting hit with everything. I get yeah. the the energy weapons. Um, they keep me awake, uh, especially the last few days have been bad. And I, I've got them up there saying, we're going to keep you awake and we're going to make you snap and you're going to prison kind of thing. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> They're testing you to see where your vulnerabilities are. They're testing you to see what you're afraid of happening. And if you if you know if you can hide your fear and your emotions, your emotional reactions, that will um, keep them guessing a little longer. You know. Yeah, they use they use what you give them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they definitely use what you give them. Unfortunately, I want to add like don't feel guilty. Yeah, right. It's, you'll like what Kyle said. You'll adapt to it, and I feel like. It's like a sort of like meditative technique. Your body just has to learn yeah. to like it. It all shut up. Not not take it so seriously and not internalize it. 
Yeah. Um, you'll learn how to like pay t- attention to other things. At first, I was doing meditation and they really, they've been really interfering with it. Yeah. Like they, they won't let me listen to anything. I even got Dave Case's CD. They've managed to bypass that. <laughs> What's that, yeah, takes, for me? That, okay. that takes some work. <laughs> they shut mine down four times today. Four yeah. times. Dave's CD. They do some things. Like I listen to Dave's CD. It still works, but they've, they've kind of they've adapted to it in certain ways and they do try and turn off my CD, but I would, I would keep at it with that CD. Um, when I listen to it, my V2K seems to increase because they're using a voice induction. Like, so they're using the sounds of the CD to actually do some of the V2K. So it it does increase in volume a tad, but overall it will bring down like in general, when you're not listening to CD, it will bring down the level of the V2K that you're hearing all the time. So I would maybe stick with it um, because they do all sorts of things to make you think that it's not working. Um, they don't they don't like that CD because the right. theory behind it, yeah, it's the the science behind. It, you can go on uh, GangstalkingMindControlCults.com and Eric Carlstrom did an interview with Dave Case, uh, a written interview, and I think it's in um, I think it's in the mind control section. But, uh, like, Dave explains, like, how it works, um, you know, how he, his theory about how we're receiving these frequencies, and he thinks there's a lot of skin conductivity, like, the uh, the external stream of energy will, like, hit us in the head, and then our skin conducts it down to our ears, the nerves in our ears, or the nerves in our eyes, um, and what this CD is doing is it's putting out similar frequencies to, like, that tinnitus-like sound, and some of the other frequencies that he figured out they're sending at us. So when those those frequencies are, are uh, actually meeting a matched frequency, it cancels them out. It cancels them out and it confuses this uh, bio-relevant feedback loop. And the bio-relevant feedback loop is like they're sending a signal, then they're getting a return signal, right? So it messes up that loop right there so they're not getting as strong of a return signal, so they can't send as strong of a signal towards you to do remote neural manipulation and things like that. I, I, I really do want to say this, guys, and I may just say it every show. That CD is crucial. That's the number one thing I would tell any TI to get and keep, try it. It doesn't seem like it's working. You know, Use it for at least a month. I, I have uh, met target individuals who it just doesn't seem like it's working for. But for me... When I'm like feeling really, really off, I'm like, well, at least I get to go in my Faraday bunker and listen to that CD, and that saves my sanity, you know. Kyle, I, I agree with you uh, over and over again. I've been listening to it for two years. I, I sleep to it. I actually think it's the most delightful music I've ever heard in my life. It is music to my ears. I mean, it's all sounds and and and, and like 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 all kind of you know. Scattered, scattered frequencies, but to me, it's like a dream come true. To me, it's heavenly. I, I can't wait to go to sleep at night and put it on. I, I sleep like a baby. I sleep like a baby, and it really has been very, very helpful. I, I can't say enough. I would give it, I would give it five stars. You know, usually you give things up to five stars. I give it five stars every day. Five stars. What time do you? 
Huh? What what volume do you guys play it at? I, I Not it at that high. Well, well, me, well, me, I play it at the highest because I, I can take it. But every, but we're all different. So you just start at a low volume, and then you see how you do with that. Yeah, because really, you can put it on a lower volume because the important thing about it is the hidden frequencies within it. So you don't have to worry about it being on on such a high volume. I think with, with it being on a higher volume, it helps more. But you're really, it's really those hidden frequencies that he's put in there that are matching some of the frequencies we're being hit with. But they aren't harmful to us, the ones that he put in. Um, they're very subliminal frequencies. Uh, so, so, I mean, you can start out really low until you get used to it. And I haven't experienced any kind of like hearing damage or hearing music differently or anything like that. Uh, some TIs have said that they have, like... Um, I, I don't know how to explain that, but for me, like I've been listening for it to it for uh, two and a half years, and I haven't, I haven't, um, you know, experienced anything like with my hearing being damaged or hearing things at a lower volume or anything like that. So, so in other words, it, it hasn't done anything negative uh, at all. You know, from okay. the sport. Like, it's just hmm? that like, I've been here. I've actually been hearing them through it. Yeah, me too. That's voice induction. That's what I'm talking about. Like, So my V2K is a little bit louder when I listen to it, but it's helping so much with the remote neural manipulation and things that they're doing, like frequencies that they're sending to regions of your brain to kind of communicate with your nervous system, to give you pain in your body, to do certain things, to maybe visual injections, things like that. It helps that so much. Now he did his latest uh his latest CD it's the third one um it actually does buffer out the V2K while you're listening to it but it just doesn't help uh it doesn't help the remote neural manipulation and everything like that so you might want to text him and see if you can get that one What are these calling Okay uh, the one he must I think he I just got it um had it maybe a week um mm-hmm. so maybe it's the newer one but also I wasn't paying attention to the other things, so now uh, I'm going to listen to it again and uh, and see if I could if I notice any other changes. Yeah, I would I'd pay attention to that like pain in your body that doesn't seem to come from an external source, like you don't feel a, a beam, but like say your chest hurts or you know your head hurts or something like that. Um, see if any of that those pain levels go down but that's yeah they they use that sound that noise to actually increase the audible v2k but then overall it's breaking up the signal it's breaking up what they're sending to you so when you take off that you stop listening to the cd the v2k is going to be at a lower level than if you had not listened to the cd you see what i'm saying yeah actually yeah so what can we get to do that kind of more of a whisper instead of a yeah instead of being like because I, I can't like i have my v2k going on right now behind my head it seems like and i can't really tell what they're saying like even if i stopped and i tried to listen to what they're saying i'd have to listen really closely uh to know exactly what they were saying now it used to be i, I knew exactly what they were saying all the time because it was so loud um, but that CD has helped to lower the volume of that, lo- lower that signal. Gerald, do you need it? Do you need Dave's number? 
Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, just um, I'll give you his number. Uh, he doesn't mind. He tells me to give it out. Um, and then just send him a text, you know, with your information where you want it sent and everything. Um, and I would ask for the second one. Because he's made three. Yeah, well, really, I only know of two. But I know that the second one really helps with the remote neural manipulation and a lot of stuff. Then the latest one, it kind of made the V2K sound muffled. It kind of blurted out really weirdly, but it didn't help with anything. It 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 did help with other stuff, but not as well as the um as the other one. And he okay. explained he explained that by saying that the second one is a left side CD, and then the the last one is is for the right side. And I think they use my left side uh, more. So that second CD. Oh, okay. So if yeah, if they're trying to get the frequencies into your right side more, then that the last CD is going to help more. So it's really best to get both and see. Um, yeah, his his number is five seven three. Five seven three. Uh, three hundred. One five seven nine. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask for the second one? Yeah, I would ask for the second one. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Right. He he may have given you the second one, um, but say which one did I not or maybe ask him which one did I not get? Which one did you send me? See if he remembers. You know? Okay. I'll do that. Cuz it's it's good like it, it this can be really good to switch them out. You know, listen to one one day and the next day, listen to the other one, and then it really throws the it throws your attackers off, you know. Um, but that's one thing because that's that's the most important thing that I think. I mean, I know they're hurting us with external attacks and things like that that are very painful. They're very very painful, but they're also in training us with this bioirrelevant feedback loop and remote neural manipulation. And if we don't if we don't take care of that. And they can cause a lot of pain in our nervous system and cause a lot of headaches and things like that that they, they're using with the stream of energy basically going to our head. And if we deal with well, that, also, then, also, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Kyle, so have you noticed that sometimes it, it's actually a human on the other end and then sometimes it is like a computing loop? Yeah. You know, so uh, that they're, they're monitoring yeah. with the computer is doing the same to you and at any time they want to inject another uh, comment, how you reacted. And it seems to me that, that they have a human monitoring everything that's being said and, uh, you know, they do a loop of what this, that, and the other thing. And if they, you know, and if you don't respond a certain way or something like that, they'll go, a human will be in there also, is what I'm saying. They say, you know, it's all supercomputers and stuff like that. I don't think so. I think it's both. I Me too. These, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, humans monitoring what the computer is doing. Yeah, I think there's, you know? I have shift workers, and they try and automate a lot of stuff. Like, so they have a chatterbox program that they'll take things they're saying in real time, they put it into this software where they can make it sound like a conversation. 
um, and then they loop that. That'll be a chatterbox loop. But then I'll notice, like you're saying, real-time injections. Like if they really feel like I'm not listening to them, like a guy will be like, you're crazy or something like that, and he'll yell it out. So there's people on shifts that, that will inject things in real time if I'm really not paying attention to them, you know. If right, I, because, right, yeah, because right. I'm really used to that chatterbox loop where it's just they say kind of the same things over and over and over again, and I just totally, you know, totally, uh, what's what, what's the phrase I'm looking for, but I just... Ignore or just not yeah. bother with, right. Right, right, right. So they'll say, well, Kyle? you're annoying and stuff like that, right. Mm-hmm. Kyle? Kyle? Yeah. This is Deb K in Minnesota. You want to hear hey, something? Hey, Deb. Yeah. Listen to the... I got this transistor radio, and I have it on 540. Now, listen, mm-hmm. now when I first turned it on, I heard some real loud noise, and then I, I followed it over to the side of my house. You could follow it. Now, listen. I'm moving it around. So you're pick you're picking up a frequency, or it's creating yeah, the frequency. What's it? No, it's this radio. You point it. You can find out where it's coming from. Okay. But it was a real loud beep, and now it's gone. I can't I can't pick it up. But but this loud comes on when I turn it to the side on each side of me. But when I turn it to the front and the back of my house, I. I don't hear anything. It's just, it's weird, man. I mean, you could pick up stuff on this radio. Connie told me about it. On 540 AM. On 540 AM, so you're picking up some of the sounds of uh, the frequencies coming into you? Yeah. There's, there's somebody did a, a video on that telling... Telling how you can take basic household products like a radio and tell, take it, you know, around your apartment and, and tell where the energy is coming from. Yeah. But I yes, remember the name yes. of the video, but somebody did that. Yep. Yeah, the, lady that, the lady that's on, the lady that's saying that she has a radio and it's picking up frequencies and it's, it's interrupting the radio. Are you feeling any type of pain or any type of disturbance or bothering acts inside of your body? Well, when I first did it, my head, you know, I could feel the burning in my head. So, so, um, you know, I, I had to call you guys back, but while I was doing this, I, I had this thought in my head today. If I, one day I was sitting at my, ta- my kitchen table and all of a sudden something hit me in the ear, and I think they... They put something in my ear where I, where, you know, like when I get the burning and I put the mirror over my ear, it clicks like crazy. Yeah, and I what understand. I do now, I broke a mirror and I, I put tape around it and I taped it to my ear and one to the back of my head. And now I'm not feeling anything. Okay. So I'm you're not, not feeling, feeling anything, and your radio's not going off either, right? Yeah, not well. Well, um, at, yeah. After I taped my ear and my neck, I don't hear that sound now. But 
I can okay. I can hear the strong sound. Hear that? Yeah, because what I'm, the reason why I'm asking because the low frequency it'll never disturb your radio. So never it won't interrupt the high frequency and all those did you know on the satellite it will. From what yeah. I understand so far, that, that's what they're saying. But as far as like V2K and all that, it's on a low frequency, and it's usually won't it won't be interrupted by any anything. It has its own own type of frequency. And, I don't uh, think. I don't yeah, think because I I've, I've tried so many different things to see if I can stop the V2K, and nothing. Even swimming like probably 15 feet to 20 feet down. In, in the ocean water, with the, has a lot of different nutrients and different type of contents, and uh, besides the salt, and it's little muffled, but it still comes through and all that. So, um, as far as like you're turning on your AM and uh, AM radio, because that is a low frequency, but it's a different type. It's a, it's the old type of frequency that's for airwaves. You know, okay. compared to compared to what they use on on us as far as when it comes to B2Ks, injecting thoughts and all that other stuff, or mapping out your brain, that's all low frequency stuff. What you're feeling is high frequency and, and other type of uh, directed energy type of frequency. Uh, I don't know exactly what the numbers are to it or anything, but from like talking to different people and asking what the difference of high frequency and low frequency. That's what they told me. He goes, usually almost all high frequencies will be picked up on just about any type of radio or CD or walkie-talkie, even your cell phone sometimes, but it just depends, you know. Uh-huh. So, and then thanks for that information, my, though. I was looking at my, my cameras earlier, and and on one of my cameras, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can see it, but um, it looked like, Two long things dropping out of the sky onto the onto the street. What is that? Did you hear me? Hello. Did you Did you hear me? No, I didn't. It dropped a call on my end, probably, okay. most likely. Oh, okay. Maybe they didn't want you to hear this. Okay, I got my cameras on, you know, on the outside of my my house. I can see out in the front. And on one of the cameras, I saw two long lighted things fall from the sky onto the sidewalk. I can I mean, tell I- you. I, I haven't really been experimenting too much with cameras in that sense because I don't have that kind of money to go out and buy cameras that have different type of settings for it. Only thing that I've ever experienced is like being indoors with all the windows closed and and then having the sun coming through the window a certain way where it puts off a ray and, and you have two two different uh 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 lighting in the room and then noticing like dust floating around but Usually dust will just, like, relax and float slowly down and move back and forth, but this is moving upwards, around, in circular motion. And then that was a few years back, uh, I mean, a few years back, way back in, like, 93, 94, 95. And then just recently I had my van, and I had all the windows rolled up, and uh, from my skylight roof of, of my van, it was, the sun was coming through, 
And so I collect this. I have some dust in the in the in the in the sandwich bag, and I just grabbed it. And I was curious because I was being hit by the frequency. My B2K was going off the whole nine yards. So I threw that in the air, and I sat back and didn't move. And I and I and I had a towel over my nose, breathing, so that that way all the air will 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 be motionless in my in, in my van. And uh, I videotaped it and I sent it out to like uh, Derek, Ella, Linda, and Frank, and then showing them like, hey, look at the frequencies, uh, look at the dust moving around in my in, in my van, and I have all the windows shut. It was airtight too. So that's the only that's the only type of thing I've ever done as far as seeing the frequency, and I've seen it a few times by sheer luck or, or just because they made a mistake or something when I was outside, depending on this. Because I'm an early riser, you know. I love being at the beach and watching the sun come up and, and, and watching the ocean. And I've seen that a few times. But it's, just, it's, only, when I'm, oh, it's only when I'm being attacked, though. Yeah, this, this happened, you know, at nighttime while I was listening to you guys. And, and they were long-lighted things, like, I don't know. I can't describe it. They were coming down from the sky. They, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. I, you would probably have to research that and just kind of see because you know some sometimes some people some some people mistaken drones for weather balloons and there's four or five different types of weather balloons and there's also atmosphere balloons and the atmosphere type of uh uh what is it what is it called um. Anyways, you're probably going to have to uh, research it, you know. And uh, I'll look around, too. You said two lights that came down from the sky. Were they moving they in different directions, or were they just coming straight down? Yeah, they looked like uh, like, uh, um, like a long, like like, a, like someone dropped two pencils out of the sky. Really? And yeah, then there was I, one... Another thing I want to tell you guys, I was driving one day, and I was going to, I was taking a right-hand turn off of a street that was kind of veered to the right. Well, there was a truck driving real slow like he was waiting for me, and, you know, I think they spray things out of their trucks, some sleepy stuff, because... One time I almost fell asleep driving, and I I slept the whole night. I know I wasn't tired. I almost fell asleep at the wheel when this happened to me one other time. So I didn't realize it until I got up to the truck. So I shut my vents off in my van. And then yeah, I, I, and I went around them, and I, I opened my windows. And I held my breath because I didn't want to breathe anything in. And I opened my windows and I aired out my van while I was driving. And I, I don't know what that guy was doing, but it's just creepy. That's the second time that's happened to me. Yeah, I've experienced a sleeping thing. I've I've um, had like, you know, four hours and one hour and another hour, and then I'm rested up and, and all of a sudden I'll, I'll, I'll go for a walk or I'll have to do something or I'll start driving and they'll hit me really hard with that to where I feel real sleepy and I can't keep my eyes open. Oh, and I feel this force, like this string, something spinning, like giving, giving like the, the frequency some energy. 
and power, and if they're trying to force me to close my eyes and they kind of strain it to where it aches a little bit, and um, I have to pull over, like I have to pull over and I get out of my van and I just have to go for a walk and I have to sit down or, or try to move from different spots and relax. Sometimes I have to take like cold, cold ice and just put it in the back of my neck, you know, yeah. and that wakes me up. I carry a spray bottle of water now, so if I feel like I'm tired, I just spray myself in the face and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I I have like a piece of wood with foil, and I have another piece of wood with uh, aluminum screening, and then I have uh, uh, brass running, uh, uh, strippings running through it, and then I have a third piece of plywood that has uh, uh, rubber and aluminum screening. That's the one that usually works, but what's what's kind of a drag is. The rubber is so thick, and it's and and it can break up the frequency, but uh, it can also confine it, like keep it in one place. So if I put it up and make a little box around me, if they get the, I'm pretty sure it's a magnet that pulls in and, and piggybacks ride everything else into it. They can they they it takes a while though. Like when I make, build the little box and I, I'll kind of like crawl inside and lay down for a little bit. I won't feel the frequencies for probably like three to five minutes to ten minutes. Just depends on how what how the perpetrator, what mood they're in. And but once once they do whatever it is, they can hit me hard, and it's worse because it's confined. You know, it's it's bottled up, and I have to get out of that. But as far as when I put it around me, like that one lady says when she uses the mirror with aluminum, that aluminum backing where uh, the old-school type of uh, style mirrors, that works in that sense. Like if I if it's coming in from my left side, I'll try to figure it out, and I'll just kind of move it around, or I'll, I'll set it up in, a, in, a, in an angle somehow, and then I'll just kind of move around the, the plywood to see, and, and it usually will block it and interfere with it where it won't be as bad. You well, know. these mirrors that I got, I get, I bought a whole case of mirrors at the at the dollar store, and I put like three or four of them together. Yeah. And and it does work, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the antique store and get some of them mirrors. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I used to be a. Yeah, I. I've, is there I've a mirror like Johnny? Is there a mirror um like something with mirrors where it's like a, a flimsy mirror that you could like actually put around your head is there some kind of thing that they make like you know what i'm talking about like it has yeah, like a mirror yeah. on one side but it could it could like wrap around your head and your neck you know if any if anybody would have that it would be nasa dude they're the ones who experiment with all these different things too yeah. you know if any yeah. if anybody i mean yeah, come yeah. kind of think about it they're the ones who are always trying to figure out the uh different inventions to 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 safeguard their their spaceship and and trying to figure out because they want we want to go to different planets and and every planet has di- has different atmospheres so that's where I will look I don't know well and they look. have to you know they have to think about radiation they have to block out radiation on the ships so they have to use certain materials so they would yeah. know the exact materials yeah, I'm just exactly. wondering if if we could uh, afford any of them. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good question, <laughs> because so far everything that I've looked and found out about, it's up there in the hundreds, and that's barely like a one foot by one foot by a millimeter thin piece of, yeah. you know, and, and and if you want anything bigger than that, it's like you're you're now looking up in the thousands, and especially when you want the latest technology. I think something that's kind of old school but expensive that I haven't bought yet but I've thought about it a lot are those lead shielding like where you can wrap it around you put it on your head and then it can wrap around your uh you know your whole neck and you can velcro it around your neck so it covers the whole head and the neck and I think those are like $300 or something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's a great defense. But, what but I, have, took, I haven't bought one yet. What if you took some pieces of plywood, like a one-by-one, one, I mean, not plywood, but sticks, like one-by-one, one, make it into a box the size of your head, and then, then take some mirrors, you know, and glue it on the outside of the box and make a box mirror? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude. It might work because, you know, uh, try anything. I mean, that shouldn't cost that much from... From from uh, Home Depot. Wait, what was it, Johnny? I'm sorry. Somebody texted me. Dude, can you say that over? You know how you can take mirrors, like they have those mirrors. It's like one foot by one foot, right? They're like uh-huh. little square mirrors. What if you make it, uh, get some uh, one by one by one inch uh, uh, sticks, right? And you make a piece of box out and make it into a box, and then you. Uh, take the mirror and put it on all one, two, three, four, five corners of of the bo- uh, of of the wooden frame of the box. Oh yeah. Okay. Or you know, maybe it's it's kinda hard but I'm trying to find all these old buildings, like especially down out there, like in San Bernardino, I know there's a lot of cities that are that are, that are becoming vacant. And uh, I'm in abandoned, and I I want to know if like these some of those stores that had those huge mirrors in them, if they were willing to give them up and donate it, because those ones had those old school type of uh, that 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 paint on the back where it makes the reflection, but it's red, and also the old school like uh, silverish gray black. Yeah, I heard that has. Some type of aluminum back that that can uh, that 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 frequency can't go through it. It breaks mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't find any stores that had like all the band like I'm I'm sitting in front of right now Ralph's and there's two stores in front of me that's a, that's that that's not occupied and and I walked up and just to see if there's anything in there's no mirrors and the ones that are are all like back east and I can't drive that far. <laughs> you know, uh, to have them ship is a little too expensive because I know like four by four by eight foot mirror is like about 120 pounds, and that's a lot of money to be shipped and weight. But, yeah, and um, so, my my thing with mirrors is they're hard to because I'm using such a like a, a you know Faraday bunker that will cr- collapse in if I put too much weight on it. Yeah. So I need like light things to put on it, like light but effective. Um, but I could maybe put them around the room, you know, up against the walls. 
if I could get some yeah. mirrors, you know, to deter them. It really does, yeah. man. If you use a lot of layers, it, it, it changes what your attacker's protocol is. And yeah, it really exactly. does. Yeah, the, one of the students from from uh, uh, UCI, he got a letter from I don't know some some corp some uh, electronic corporate uh, company, and uh, I guess they're like in the latest technology of AI and stuff. And he told me he goes, I never thought I ever get 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 uh, get a letter from them to come and work for them. And I asked him, I go, well, what's like, what's your IQ like? He goes, oh, I got a photographic memory, dude. He goes, anything I look at, I can remember. And I go, that's probably why. I go, is it, you know? But he was telling me, he goes, every frequency is different, so different material stacked layering on on top of each other would help, but you can't stop it all, you know? He goes, you're still, it would still get around it, especially if you got an antenna that's within like a like a six mile radius, one like four antennas that's that surround you in a six mile radius or more, it's a, it creates a magnetic field and it will get around that that the material. You know? Not that you build like yourself a full on waterproof chamber compartment where you can go in and then and seal it where it's airtight, you know, and then he goes, well, and that's it, a little Yaya, Yaya said that some, I don't know where he is, but she said that somebody built a Faraday room, and it works 100%. Like, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I have a hard time believing it, because I use so much stuff, and I never get to 100%. Yeah, um, I know. He but might she be said there was. He, maybe he's in an area where it's not so bad. He doesn't have too many uh, antennas or anything. Like, maybe he's out in the country. Yeah, know? like Dave, man. I talked to Dave. You know, he does the, the CD, the counter-frequency CD. Yeah. And he's always he's always like, yeah, I'm about to go out feeling great. You know, I'm not getting attacked, or, and I'm always so jealous. I'm like, how? You know, but, but he lives, like, a, far away from any cell towers out in the country he always uses a cd um i get so jealous i'm like you're going oh you feel great well that's great that's great for you (laughs) (laughs) i'm really happy for him but you know yeah exactly i I hear you it's like hey man you know it's (laughs) (laughs) some of us are kind of stuck in a situation where we have to we have to stick put you know because we got family like my mom and dad are old dude and i have to stick around you know, so otherwise I would have left a long time ago and just to see what area, and I have family out in the South Pacific, but I know back in 80, 1989 when I traveled to Okinawa before my grandmother died, uh, I wasn't getting hit or anything, but once 92 started and I started experiencing some things, I started thinking about it, I was like, shit, they were, they were actually... I had some frequencies on me, you know, and mm-hmm. and and now I know why my behavior was the way it was. So like that guy on Ella's show earlier tonight, he was explaining he couldn't figure out what was going on when he was going to work and what, and then his social life with people and also like when he was always like talking to girls and and hanging out and 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 he couldn't figure out why he couldn't like 
move move on and hang and 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 become friends with and 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 still socialize with others. I was I came to realize why I was having that kind of problem too. Even when I went to Guam, you know, and I got here, yeah, I went to New Zealand. I got I I realized I was like you know it wasn't like the way it is now, you know. Nothing like it, but it was just like little bits and pieces of like it was very minor. Yeah, I had that for like ten years uh, before I started getting the high pitch sound in the BTK. It was silent, it ran silent, but uh, there was remote neural manipulation going on and pain to my jaw and things, and I just thought it was like my Crohn's disease. But there was a lot of stuff that was yeah. just messing with my emotions and uh, got workplace mobbing. And I thought it was just regular workplace mobbing, you know, because I had just gotten done with the surgery. And, um, you know, I thought that people just didn't like me, but it was just like I look at it now and it was gang stalking. I mean, it was lies being spread about me and stuff like that. Because you're just, you're not looking. Yeah, you're not looking for this stuff. You're not like. Uh, Because it's not normal. It's, It's abnormal, you know. It's nothing that you. We weren't raised to go, hey, pay attention to everybody that comes around you, and if they move their shoulder a certain way, they're stalking you. <laughs> yeah. You know, we weren't or raised make... like that. We didn't go to school like for that. We went to school yeah. to learn about numbers, reading, reading concept, history, English, math, you know what I mean? Playing, socializing. <laughs> there needs to be a class now about gang stalking. If you're ever, uh, you know, harassed by hordes of losers, um, this is what it is, you know. Yeah. They, yeah. they need to make a class like that. Yeah. Hey, uh, I've been using Day CD. You know, I haven't done any of Connie's uh, remedy yet, but I've been using Day CD. I, I didn't know that he uh, had other ones, but mm-hmm. um, an update, I really didn't want to say anything yet because I wanted to give it a few more months. But as far as every time I turn it on for a few hours and then I go to the other other uh sounds you know he has i think there's about i think there's 15 of them on 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 the cd different sounds yeah and uh they laugh like you know how you were just having a conversation with like four or five other people about 45 minutes ago half hour ago Mm -hmm. that's exactly what's going on with it but they're laughing about it and then they're talking about other things and i can hear in a distance right on me and then and you get it on your left side i do too it's all on my left side where they come in and transmit from, and then they then they they can put it in different positions and 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 angles in my head. So it's either where it sounds like it's coming from the inner center part, or on the side, or through my ear, or in front of me, or or behind me, or in a distance. And they're they're teasing me, laughing, having a conversation, and then the other part of the the other part of the perps. Are are trying to talk to him like, dude, you know what? This is the type of shit that's gonna get us, get us, that's getting us caught. They're really? not like, yeah, they don't. It's like you and I right now having a conversation. That's the that's what I hear in my head. That's what I, I have yeah, all, that's what I hear too. But I, I just hear like a one guy and one woman, and then the different uh, shifts will use those same voices. It, sometimes uh, there will be like a third and a fourth voice. They'll they'll make it sound like there's a couple of people in whatever room or shift or whatever, uh, yeah, but most of the time yeah. it's a, just the same man and woman talking, like now, like a conversation my, all the time. Yeah, I got, like I said before, I got about 15 kids, 
and there's three new voices. I don't know if they just uh, altered their voices and changed it around or, or if it's really three new kids because they're complaining like if I supposedly attacking them. And I got about 20 different adults, which it's weird because the adults from, I mean, uh, uh, not 20, the teenagers, the teenagers from like 10 years ago, you know how you, I don't know if you have any kids around your neighborhood or if you've been, or if you have any relatives, but you know you, you can hear their kid's voice and as they grow up, you can hear it mature and you still recognize it, even though if you haven't heard them in like five years. You know, then you, you hear one that you recognize it like, I know that voice. And yeah. that's the way it sounds with me. Like, the, oh, the teenagers are all adults, and the adults are a lot older, you know. And, and that uh, has like, to be, a lot of that, I, you know, this is just my thoughts. It may not be this, but I'm just thinking when you're telling me that, I'm thinking they're using a whole lot of voice modification, you know. Yeah. They may have like three people per shift or whatever, but they're doing a, you know, they're using the software and voice modification and they're really into doing that. And I would have the feeling that there are no kids, that no kids would be actually at the station, you know, doing V2KT. I I would think that would be voice modification from, you know, whatever contractors are shooting the stuff at you. Yeah, that's just just my initial thoughts on it, but you know, you never know. Yeah, I understand because the thing here's the thing. I've I've always left it at that. Like, you know, these these adults and parents that are running this program, the perpetrators that do the V2K, they got to be sick to their head to actually use kids' voices because that tells you what type of people they are. But here's the thing: I've had people come up to me and tell me that they felt this effect come off me and they think that it's a spirit that's carrying um, thoughts and images. And I was like looking at them and going, okay, either they're perp or they're just innocent bystanders and they really have experienced something that's, you know, uh, uh, what I've experienced. You know, but the difference is they're just not really, you know, attacking them. They're just, I guess, probably just trying to cause a little problem to them to cause a to cause trauma between two innocent people, you know, me and that and that person. And then last week I had a, a, a Hispanic lady come up and talk to me about all this too. And I never met her in my life. And she gave me, I, I after that, she actually, I ran into her and then uh, she gave me her number and asked me if I would come by her house. And I was just like, yeah. And she goes, I would really like you to meet who, who I'm, uh, these kids who I'm talking about. And I'm just like, you know what, I have to meet him because I want to know if that's the voice that I've heard. Because there were two kids uh, 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 three weeks ago, starting about three weeks back, that were that were complaining. They were complaining, saying that, hey, you need to stop thinking or you're, uh, 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 the way you're thinking is, is whatever. Uh, I can't even think now. But, you know, they were actually saying things. And... Uh, and she explained that to me. She goes, I heard that. And I was like, what? You know, and I didn't want to really say anything, but I, uh, the, the second time that I talked to her, I, I, I gave her some information. I gave her a flyer, you know, and I just kind of, like, didn't want to, like, say this is what's happening to me. I just kind of go, hey, you know what? I've had some people talk to me, and and they've asked uh, uh told me about some websites, and they also told me some information that I can find at a at a library, 
and uh, I went and and and, and uh, researched it and investigated it, and and um, I found out a lot of the information they gave me is true, and that this is a, a man-made technology, you know. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I would really like to learn more about this, you know. And I was like, all right, well, I'm kind of busy trying to get this letter done, you know, of, of for uh, uh, something I'm trying to get done. And she's just like, oh, so I gave her all the websites. You know, she might even be on the call right now just listening. I don't know. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. I think people are becoming a lot more open to this. Like I was telling uh, uh, Gerald earlier tonight, um, a lot more alternative media that's not necessarily focused on targeted individuals. They're starting to do a lot of videos on V2K and uh, directed energy weapons, so really spreading outward. It's not just targeted individuals talking about it. Now it's a lot of alternative media who talk about, like, maybe the New World Order, you know, trends in our society that are really bad, um, you know, corruption in uh, politics and things like that. Uh, They're starting to really glom onto this, so it's taken a very good turn, Um, you know, people, people understanding this. I I honestly, I mean, I think we're past the point of the millionth monkey syndrome. You know, I think that subconsciously in the, what, what do you call it? What do you call that? The great, the uh, collective subconscious. I think that people understand that this is happening. I think the problem is, is that people just don't know what to do about it. You know? Yeah, it is so new. Think, it's just like it's just like when when uh, I know you grew up in the uh, era when cell phones be, was on, after, when the pagers became on the market and cell phones. Remember, like when I first saw a pager, I didn't know what to think of it. You know, I was like, "What? Really? You know, you get a page and you had a few quarters. You go to a pay phone and and you call the person back, and then all of a sudden they came out with that." huge block phone that cost like I think it was like six or seven thousand dollars that was in put inside a car because it had to have a trans uh, uh, receiver and uh, uh, electronic box to it like uh, and then they came out with that hand flip phone you know mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was just like kind of hard to take in and like this actually exists <laughs> you know yeah well, I mean, it should, like, what, like you know, I was telling my parents about it, Johnny, and I, I was, like, saying, okay, you know, cell phone, ta- cell towers can pass along the signal, satellites can too, and I basically showed them my phone, and I said, my phone is targeted, this cell phone is targeted, uh, and my mom was like, well, just don't bring your cell phone with you everywhere, because she didn't understand <laughs> She yeah, didn't understand the metaphor. I was like, no, yeah, no, exactly. I'm the cell phone. I'm not being hit <laughs> with the cell phone. Like I'm saying, the cell phone is targeted. It has something in there that a certain frequency goes to and gives it information. They're doing the same thing with us. You know, We have yeah. either nanoparticulates, uh, an implant or something, and we use electromagnetic uh, frequencies to think, and so they're sending you know, signals to us like a cell phone. It's hard yeah. for I, I can't believe it's so hard for people to figure this out because it's you because think it's about hap- it's it's not happening to them like it's happening to you, right? You know? But but think about think about our computers and our smart TVs and everything that has wireless going to it. No wires, no wires, but you have a modem and that modem can 
send signals and you can get information on your smartphone, you know, your your computer, your smart TV. I mean, this should be pretty, uh, you know, we should be getting this. You know, if a signal can be sent to anything, then it can definitely be sent to a human being. But I think there's been so many years of conditioning of like, you know, people that say that they're being hit with frequencies, they're schizophrenic. So we've been hit with that for so long, almost prepared to not believe this stuff. Yeah. You know? So much social well, conditioning can get past. If we can get like a synthetic telepathy program and also a computer and also uh, 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 what's it called, a supercomputer, the old style ones, you know, from a university that doesn't use one anymore and then clean it up. Uh, modify it and build it, and instead of using uh, magnetic uh, uh, sensor pads, uh, we would have to like modify something different and build it where where it would use frequencies. Because if we had that as a display and and give a presentation like they do on Tex Tex uh, X's, uh, you know, like he does with this with with. Pe- he does what having people come in there and then they give uh, uh, a presentation that will make people learn to understand what we're what 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 this technology is about because we don't have no tangible thing for them to see that's why it's kind of hard to take in that's the response I get back from from a lot of people especially people that are educated that understands about research and collect the data and 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 building things and keeping notes of everything, the good and bad and why it's not working, what they did to adjust it to get it to work, what's not working, and the uh, good things, bad things, side effects, can it harm the earth, can it harm the atmosphere, can it harm or does any chemicals or whatever it is, you know? Because all that information is being hidden. You know, we have to show... We have to take the... Because there's a bunch of TED Talks about this. There's a bunch... There's TED Talks about, like... You know, electromagnetic, yeah, and then there's stuff that's trickling out, you know, like Frank was talking about that watch that can basically read your mind, Uh, it's a watch, but what it's doing is it's picking up vibrations, like when you're thinking in your inner voice, you're making these imperceptible movements in your throat and your jaw, and it's it's running down your arm, so that phone is picking up, the. the, I mean, that, that watch is picking up those vibrations, so those are trickle out technologies that are coming out of this stuff that's completely hidden on the in the military industrial side so we got to start taking all that stuff that people can see that's out in the public and saying look look where do you think this stuff comes from they're experimenting on people to get to this point to trickle out these technologies yeah right gotta Uh, take what we what we've got to show people you know, and there's also, you know, there's also, you know, naval documents, uh, army documents on yeah. uh, microwave radiation testing. So we've got some good, good data. Um, we just don't have an exact blueprint, you know. Yeah, exactly. We don't have the solid evidence. It's like we got evidence, minor, I mean, minor evidence and facts, a lot of facts, actually, with minor evidence, but we don't have a lot of solid uh, evidence. You know that's the that's the problem with all this, and but you know that's like you said, there's so much information out there now, and then people do understand that 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 are seeing different technologies that's that's being sold in stores, and you can kind of put two and two together, but it's just like a person with the ocean and surfing, 
it, it, they, they understand the general idea about it, but to understand the technical concept of it, they don't. They won't get it, you know? And it's kind of hard for them to grasp uh, grasp any anything that would be out of the ordinary about it. Yeah. And I think well, and I think there's this this natural instinct. Anything that can hurt a human being, they're gonna have a lot harder of a time believing it. Like if this was like okay, something new, and it was like okay, I can't think of a of a good metaphor, but something that wasn't good wasn't able to a frequency shot at a human, but it was like a new technology. Uh, where, um, oh, it doesn't even need to use this because, you know, people would be more accepting of that new technology that's not dangerous, but the danger to humans, it's almost like they have a natural block to to be like, I can't, I don't want to believe that because it's dangerous to me, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. It's it's a hard one to get past. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I I was glad that I went to some of these universities, and when I found out about UCLA, you know, back in like uh, uh, 96, 97, 98, 99, and uh, and uh, the the different type of uh, AI technology that they're they're researching has helped me to learn understand like what's possible, and what's not, and like. Like I said before, after a while, the students, were, you know, some of them were, like, curious. Like, why can you still interest? Do you have your own shop? Do you have, like, your own private business and stuff? You know, or, or do you have a store that, where you sell a lot of electronics? I don't know. And um, I was just curious because, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm part of a Surfrider Foundation uh, uh, um, uh, activist and also Greenpeace. And uh, we want to. We were trying to figure out if there's any other safe, safer way, safe type of frequencies that we can come out with that would be uh, better for our environment. Because there's so many different frequencies going through our world because of the satellites now that it might be interfering with the with the atmosphere. And it's bad enough that we have all this man-made stuff that we're making now. Well, you know, uh, that you know, waste that sits Johnny, there. you know what I heard? I heard this from uh, Elena Freeland, but I heard it from Frank first. Uh, Frank was saying that the Schumann resonance, uh, which is the, the natural resonance of the earth, is actually yeah. changing. And when Frank said it, I was like, no, that can't be true. He must have just read that. That must be wrong. And then I heard it from Elena Freeland. Um, and I was like, wait, you know, and then I started looking into it and actually the earth's resonance is changing. Like our oh. resonance. Like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Look, look at what's all going on. Look what's going on with all the different things and, the, and, 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 um, uh, uh, you know, uh, the South and, and the North Pole, you know, look at the, the, the tide changes. Look at some of what's going on with all this, especially not, not the, um, uh, fishes but the mammals that live in the ocean because they're basically like they have the same type of almost setup as we do they have lungs they have a heart they have a liver they have whatever but the difference is they have like we have like six senses right they have like seven and that's that sonar or whatever that natural magnetic sonar thing that they have that can guide them through the ocean let them know where they're going on and i don't know what it is but something made them come up and beach on the on the beach, and they said, "Yeah, it could have been the navy that was 
was experimenting that could have caused that. But like you're explaining now, there's so much going on that there's something that's that's changing the earth. And uh, you just said the word too. I can't even think of saying it, but yeah, the I, human I resonance. Maybe perpetrate these perpetrators messing around with all these frequencies because. You know, they're way ahead of us, 15 years, because look at the B2K and how advanced it is. You know, back and back from, there's there's TI that are on there um, that come on these calls. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm like 70 years old. I started having B2K back in the uh, 80, in the 80s. And I'm like, whoa, dude. You know, what did yeah. it sound like? It sounded like it was right in the middle of my head, like someone, somebody was inside my head, like I had a speaker. I bet you I bet you back then they didn't have so many um you know automated softwares no. like you know so so it was it was probably a lot of real time B2K and people just you Manual know sitting on just yeah but since it's been around for so long they've created all these new softwares for like uh you know doing doing looping and you know making it sound like a conversation because I don't think I don't I can't picture my attackers taking real time conversation and like taking phrases and manually making them fit to get like sitting there all night and saying okay well, we'll do this and then the response will be this I think the software is advanced enough where they can just take a bunch of different phrases and automatically do it in a conversational scenario I mean I think yeah, that's how yeah. advanced some of this stuff is. Yeah, just like a mixer board. I don't know the real name of it, but uh, Frank knows the real name of it. You can walk in there with 20 different CDs, and you can put it into the mixer, and then they'll, they'll record everything into the into uh, a chip, and then whatever you want it to do, they'll program it to do within like 45 minutes, and then they'll play it back. On yeah, but there's... How to set up, you, know? you know how many different versions of that though there are? Because you've got to think... All these different contractors are trying. Yeah, they're trying to develop their software and develop their protocol so that they're getting, uh, you know, DoD money because they're doing it the best. They're, you know, networking and getting the best ways of doing it, developing their own software and things like that. So there's got to be, you know, uh, I I don't know, hundreds of softwares out there that can automate and and do things. Yeah, and they're like competing with them, like which one's the best, you you know, developers working on them. I mean, this is like a big business, this genocide and, you know, screwing with people. It's horrible. Uh, I don't know if you you have ever seen a smart uh, computer, you know. It's not what Brian Tude explains. It's just a computer that can think things out for whatever you put in as a program. Like if you gather all the data of of everything you can think of history and then you download it into this computer and whatever question you ask now it has all this stuff computer it'll it'll do its best to answer back like a calculator right yeah it has to work within certain parameters that's why i don't believe in ai that can actually evolve and is you know it's it's not going to be something like in the terminator you know where it can actually yeah it's it's going to have to work in certain parameters yeah, it's just like the way yeah. Brian T. explained it. It's not exactly like that. 20% of what he says is true. The rest is like, I don't know. I'm not, you know. But anyway. Well, he says the there's artificial life, that there's yeah. artificial life that can think. I mean, you're not thinking, he's not thinking about artificial intelligence. He's talking about like an artificial intelligence that can like learn from you and really, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to 
talk to him more about that, but uh, it just yeah, seems like what he's talking about, it doesn't have parameters. It can actually evolve like organic life, uh, which I don't think so. I mean, it, you, you're going to have to program something. The program's going to have parameters that it can't break out of. You know, so I just don't well, think they're there likely, yet. It'll be limited to this reality, this third-dimensional reality, and it won't have mm-hmm. a soul. That's exactly. You're right. Yeah. No soul, no spirit, no no other. Uh, out of uh, when you meditate, uh, when you go into the third and fourth realm. Uh, shoot, what's that word? What dimension? I'm just gonna say that a natural dimension. It won't have that. It will never. You know, I can't see a man-made frequency capturing my soul and spirit and then confining it and be able to store it and then use it whenever somebody wants to program it into somebody something else or into a, a robot ma- a ma- 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 mannequin. I just can't see that happening in our time. Maybe... Maybe I don't think it's going to be in my time or my son's time or or in a gen or, or a few generations in, in, in the future because you know I don't know if you guys know anything about UCLA UCLA here in California their electronic department is huge they yeah they I no I actually talked to some targeted individuals that that believe that UCLA is involved. And they're targeting. Well, as far as that, I, I, I yeah, I, I keep that in the back of my head when I go there, but I'm not there worried about that. I want to learn because if once I can learn more and more and I can find more evidence, I'm going to keep handing it over to all the facts that we have. Like, look at, look at Frank, you know, his website. It's simple, it's plain, and he has all the facts that we've. I mean, all the experience that we go through, and then we find little facts. But when you go to his website and see, look at the documents, like, whoa, dude, that's some of the things I was reading about. You know, that helps yeah. out every 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 TI, especially the ones that's just starting to get hit because they don't even know that it's a frequency kill after a while. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. That's why I go there. I, I honestly, you know, like. Last week I rule out talking, and I go, yeah, I never get get stuck. It's so weird. Now I'm seeing <laughs> I'm seeing certain things that I know I'm being stuck, but I just don't really pay attention to it too much, you know. And if they, if they really are there and want to be stupid and say something, I'll pull out a flyer and I'll walk right up to them. You know, I'll close my fist and just let them know, but then I'll come up and go, hi, how are you doing today, man? It's really nice out. Huh? I don't understand this weather. It's been overcast all the time. It's supposed to be going into summer, you know, just to start up a conversation. And then I'll hand, hand them a flyer, and I'll look at them, you know, because I want to hear them. I want to know their voice, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from the UCL. I didn't know San Diego State has a has a huge thing, too, you know, but more, they're more into marine biology type of stuff. Uh, that's why I, I, I mentioned uh, uh, in the winter, I think it was in January or February, I went down there. I mean, I mentioned it on the calls. If anybody knows Brian, too, to let him know that I would like to meet him and we can go to San Diego State because I know some people there that I met that was out here in Long Beach in the L.A. convention, electronic convention, and I met them, and they were more than willing to 
talk to him with anything that he explains because I wanted to, you know, take what he gave, I mean, what he was explaining and have it broken down because almost to, to my, in my, in, 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 in my experience, you read 20 different books and you take out one or two chapters of each book, put it all together and you can go out and make yourself a, a, a movie out of it. That's the way I look right. at Brian because he changes up on everything, and I know that he's being hit by the frequencies, and I do the same thing. I can never tell the same story twice like the way I used to in exact same details. I can't do it. I yeah, can't do it it's hard to, Yeah, with the cognitive issues and everything. Yeah, I understand that too. Yeah, yeah. I know all of us experience that. You know, I've heard it. There's, there's some of us is healthy, it's total healthy, and repeated certain things a few times. But then when you try to go and explain, like like Ella and Derek, when they have uh, speakers come on, and they have simple little questions, and they can't even say that simple little question the same 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 the same way they did before. It comes out different. <laughs> and same thing with you. I've heard you talk. And, oh you know, gosh, yeah, man. my <laughs> cognitive issues are huge. I I can't remember like certain phrases and things like that. And I know that it. I mean, I'm getting pulsed microwaves in you know in my brain, but yeah. I think a lot of it is purposeful. It's like you know interference uh, with my language center, you know, yeah. and my memory center. Because you know, they, the I can't yeah. remember words. I have um, people here. Um, working on my van and um I knew they were coming. I, I know their names. Um I I know known the one guy's name for more than a year and uh we were you know, they came, uh we were walking around and the uh leasing folks here uh and the maintenance manager knew that they were gonna come and help me build out my van, help the solar, put the solar and stuff on. And uh, the maintenance manager walked up, and, you know, he knew it was them, and, and we all stopped, and I said, hey, you know, uh, so-and-so, the maintenance manager, uh, this is, and oh, my God, total blank. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know exactly what yeah. I, I have done it with us when we're talking on the phone, and I'll totally forget what we were just talking about, and I'll start going off into another converse, uh, another topic. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, and it's usually well, somebody will catch on to, like, when we're just talking yeah. about. <laughs> so I spoke as slowly as I possibly can. At the same time, I'm searching for their names in my head, and I'm thinking, you rotten guys are doing to me because any other time I wouldn't be able, I mean, that, you know, that wouldn't, you know, when I'm putzing around on the computer and I want to, uh, go to the YouTube channel where I see all these other vanners. Uh, I remember their names most of the time, but uh, it's just a, it's a tactic to embarrass us, uh, make us look stupid. Yeah, and, and it breaks uh, down too, you know. Yeah, and even still, they've been here a couple days, and I still look at them and I draw a blank when I when I want to talk to them and and. Uh, you know, if I want to say, you know, hey, so-and-so, I I look up and I have to sit there and think, what is their name? You know, what is his name? What is her name? 
And it's so frustrating because it's not fair. It's not right, right that they'd be able to take uh, or to slow our cognitive abilities. And then there's other times, you know, um, I, I'm i okay. You know, it's, it's like they leave me alone. And uh, one of the things that they interfere in the most is my reading. Uh, I am... Um, I, I was an average reader. Um, my friend uh, in Colorado is an exceptional reader. Uh, she can polish off a really big, thick book in in days. And um, but me, I, I'd say I'm an average reader. But since that they've been doing this to me, I can't finish a book at all. I I mean, I read the same paragraph over and over and over. Uh, you know sometimes six, eight, or ten times. And uh, while I'm reading it, I can I can understand what I'm reading. And then when I fin- finish the paragraph, I don't know what I've just read. Yeah. I go through that, um, too. Cece, you know what? Uh, there's a couple of supplements I found to help. One is ginkgo, and another one is choline, C-H-O-L-I-N-E. Choline is uh, in the B vitamin group, and those help with the synaptic. Well, actually, ginkgo helps with the blood flow to the brain, and choline helps with the synaptic ties. So uh, you might think about that. Yeah, I have considered uh, taking supplements, but, you know, we also have to be careful what kind of supplements we take because they have control over our body, and you don't want a stroke. Uh, ginkgo can uh, cause a stroke. So yeah, but don't be afraid. And that's in high doses. And it's if you have thin blood vessels and you're prone to blood thinners, you have blood thinners. And um, I wouldn't be afraid of it. Just try it. And then, uh, and choline is not going to hurt you. Choline is in eggs and things like that too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Choline. You're right. I know what that is. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I've been uh, bebopping around, trying to move around a little bit more, and I've successfully done that, but with great pain. I mean, the pain is off the charts. I started taking the hydrocodone again, and it doesn't seem to help. Uh, but I, oh. so I guess, I guess opioids have no effect on on their ability to, I guess, inflame our, the nerves in our spinal column. Yeah, and uh, Cece, I want to tell you, because I get that same thing, you know, we talk about it very often, and um, I started taking this stuff called Curamin. I don't know if you've heard me talking about it, but it stopped a lot of that inflammation. Oh, like in um, my he- turmeric. Yeah. Uh, turmeric is in curcumin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in curamin. But there's other things for pain in the curamin, too. I um, was taking extra strength, uh... It was either turmeric. I think it was turmeric. Uh, it has a little bit of pepper in it to make it more <coughs> effective, and it didn't help me at all. Yeah. But this is this is, has it a lot of other stuff. This has turmeric. It has curcumin with turmeric in it, but it has a lot of other things in it too. Curamin, and I'm telling you, I get that same inflammation in my back and in my midsection and in oh, my yeah. head too. Oh, yeah. my back, it, it's my really leg, my yeah. feet. My my neck, mm-hmm. my shoulders. I mean, my God, and they can just move it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just amazed that they do this to us. I cannot. 
I cannot, uh, you know, I cannot comprehend how a human being sits behind a computer and induces so much pain in, you know, a select amount of people or, uh, for all we know, they're doing it to everybody at some point in time in their lives, Uh, which I believe that's probably the case. Um, I just, I I could never do this to anybody. I mean, even, so, you know, I don't really hate people. I dislike people. Uh, I dislike uh, my old uh, uh, boss who physically harmed me on the day he fired me. Uh, he's the one that I filed the worst claim. Hate, mm, that's pretty close to how I feel about him. But I wouldn't do this to, to people. I wouldn't do this to anybody this yeah, that's because you got a you got a you got a spirit, Holy Spirit within you. That's why you know, and and they don't. They're they got an empty shell, and in order to fill that up, they they feel good about what they do, and it's hurting somebody. It's a, like a serial killer. Their mentality and their mental state is just whack. That's I think I that they become completely desensitized to other. Uh, uh, folks' pain and suffering. Uh, for example, uh, they've been here working on the van, and in the front of our our uh, apartment complex, there was a, a guy in a broken-down RV. I'm telling you, I'm surprised that it actually ran because uh, he had it taped together, even the front, back, and sides, trying to keep it, you know, the window on and <laughs> yeah. the front and, and stuff on the back. And I guy, so I made him, you know, some breakfast and lunch and stuff and took him some sodas and 7-Up until I guess uh, the uh, uh, county uh, was going to help him tow it somewhere because he was on the main drag and he can't stay there, you know. Yeah. What kind of van did you get? Did you get a, uh old school or, a or new one? I got a ProMaster. Oh, no way, Dodge? Nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah. It's a nice little van. I like it. Is and it uh, medium I, or high they're, they're doing the solar for me. The guy that was going to do the build-out, the insulation and the furring strips and the floor and ceiling, um, he kind of backed out. I'm kind of bummed. I don't know who I'm going to have uh, help me build out the interior now. Um uh, you know what? The best people that can do that kind of stuff is people that work on boats. I know. So you but might want to look in that area because they're a little cheaper than a regular a, carpenter. That's a lot of money to have somebody who uh, does boat uh, uh, building. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's an expertise. That's, you know, I, I if I wasn't in so much pain, I would attempt to do it uh, myself, and I bet I could because I've seen so many um, YouTube videos and so many uh, people doing their building, some very similar, some very different, and some very, uh, you know, terribly. I mean, built out terribly. So I've seen all sorts of examples. Finally decided on the way that I'd like it built out. but But my body's so maimed, I can't do it. Uh, just to give you, because I live in my van, I live in a Ford uh, a medium roof, and I have it half built. 
when you put the kitchen, I advise that you put it by, by where the sliding door is because if it leaks or anything, you can actually have it. You can have, if you're going to put a kitchen sink in, I would put it by the sliding, win, uh, sliding door where the door opens on the side of the van. Uh-huh. Yeah, because if it leaks, at least you have a place where the water can escape and, and push the water out instead of having it leak all over the place. Because if it gets under, if it gets under, underneath your, uh, your, uh, your flooring uh, under the, under the van, uh, between the flooring and the, and the sub flooring, you're gonna yeah. have to like somehow lift it, you know, and then, and, and, and dry it all out. Because the one thing from moving from place to place. The van is sometimes it will capture the moisture and build fungus, and once you get all you know, that going in there, it's just it's I've, a pain uh, in the butt. I've watched all of those uh, videos about, about being careful about fungus and, and yeah. like wet and um, you know, there's uh, there's the Mr. Buddy heater which gives off humidity that can cause mold and stuff. So yeah. You have very careful. So I'm looking into getting a furnace rather than a Mr. Buddy heater. And, like one of those little uh, small ones? Yeah, real, just a small furnace. Um, yeah, because it does get cold in the winter, I'll tell you that. <laughs> real cold. I've been in mine for about a year. Cause I got mine in uh, 2016. Yeah. I mean, 17. So September 17 is when I got it. Yeah. So, um, where are you going to go? What's your first trip going to be? I don't uh, know. I can't travel anywhere. I, I, can't, I can go about 20, 30 miles, and then it hit me hard, and they hooked me up to my alternator and stuff, and I have to stop and pull over till they stop. As far as do you I'm, see where, when you leave your apartment, what's your first uh, destination? Oh, okay. Do you have an idea? Well, I, I'd like to go see my cousin because she's in her 70s, and I I don't know how much time she has left, and she's in Palm mm-hmm. Springs. So I kind of want to go see her. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, is that going to be like in the fall sometime around then? Probably, yeah. Uh-huh. It'll cool off. It'll be it'll be hot before that. Yeah, yeah, it would be too hot in August. Oh, my gosh, I'd just bake in the in the car. Yeah, I, uh, the, the van probably won't be done until... Uh, August or September, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I like I said, I I don't have anybody to build out the interior again. Uh, I've got to find someone to help me do that. So, um, can you can you use it the way it is without? I mean, are the seats still in it, or are they taken out? Is it an empty space or hall? It's um it's a cargo van, so there's oh, there's uh, okay. seats in the front, uh, you know, front passenger and middle. Yeah, and uh, and the rest of it's a cargo van. It's all empty. Oh, so it's still functional. Once you get your electric in, you, and maybe get some water supply somehow, you could still use it just that like that, and just put like bedding, yeah. curtains. I, yeah, I need to get a bed uh, built in it, and um, and then I need to get. Um, a counter, uh, like a countertop built for my refrigerator that I purchased. And, uh, mm. um, you know. Does that run off uh, of it's, uh, solar? It's, it's going to take time. So, um, you know, we'll have to see. Um, Does I just the refrigerator hope I can run make off of solar? 
Yeah, it'll run off the of solar, but it'll also uh-huh. have shore power. Uh-huh. Uh, he's putting shore power in it, too. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, so, um, yeah, I just hope I can get it done, and and hopefully maybe if it's nice and cool in September or October, go see my cousin. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I want to go see her. <laughs> and then I have cousins who live in Oregon, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't met them yet, so I don't know if it would be kind of weird, you know, going there. Or I kind of want to go uh, and meet them. Um, that would be a good summer trip because it'll yeah. get cold after the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I kind of just want to bebop around and see family yeah. and and that kind Do you have of... a caravan that you're going to hook up with? I hope so. I haven't chosen one yet. I haven't been invited oh. to. I, I should say I haven't chosen one. I should say I haven't been invited into one yet. So oh. I I, um, I probably, uh, uh, I'll have to put some feelers out there for other banners. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if this would be appealing to you, but I met some ladies who they meet down in Baja every year, but it's like all women campers. They're like not one caravan, but like a whole camp, you know. Oh. And um, but I wouldn't know where what to tell you who to, who to call, but I just know that's something that they do every winter. <laughs> I am pretty certain I don't want to go to Mexico too soon because, um, no. you know. No, I'm, but it's just an idea, you know, like one winter you say, I'm tired of being in the cold, I want to go down, you know. Yeah. You go well, down with some other ladies. You'll see, what, you'll see who what you I meet understand. up with on the way and, you know, who you connect with and who you don't and see where it takes you. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, most of the vanners wind up in um, Arizona in the winter time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I might be there. I might be hanging out here, uh, uh, like back and forth to see Mary, my sister, and and um, certainly I want to be here for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, you know, see her then. So we'll see. Anyway, we were talking about Arizona. Pardon me? It's a lot of people winter in Arizona, Texas, um, all around the south, all along I-10. It's camping all the way across America off of I-10, all in the southern part. If you want to stay warm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and it all depends on what they allow me to do. Uh, I, uh, because of my uh, uh, back being so terribly maimed, uh, I don't think that I'll be able to drive uh, more than a couple hours a day. So yeah. I'll be in slow motion, totally. Yeah. You know. No matter what. Uh, so even if I were to join a caravan and they decide to 
to drive six hours in one day, I'm I'm going to be out of the caravan. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So you know that's not going to happen for me. Yeah. Can I, Maybe can I interject here? Of disabled banners, uh, you know. So um, people that are disabled and and slow moving like me. So. DC. What? Hey. Um, this is Jay. Um, I just want to know, did you, you heard of uh, the rubber tramp rendezvous in Courtside, Arizona? Yeah, um, I was thinking about going there uh, in January. We'll see. All right, good. Yeah, I would highly suggest it. I went there last year. Um, you can definitely network. You can find tons of people. Even if you don't finish your van, you can find people to help you there. It's like a yeah. big, huge networking thing. I would highly suggest going there. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, if you just make it, even if, like, you just, I don't know, whatever, even if you have to, like, live in a hotel or whatever, but just I'm telling you, it, it's such a great networking place. You meet tons of people who are, like, like, like-minded, um, who yeah. are friendly, and they're willing to help you and still have empathy, you know, that kind of weird stuff. So, yeah, but how would you guess checking that out? Yeah, um, yeah, the Rubber Trap Rendezvous. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably wind up there. I know everybody does, and. Yeah, and I actually, yeah, because I, I met the, I think what Sue was talking about, those the group of girls who go to Baja, you'll meet them there too. Um, so, I, I don't know, I'm telling you, it's such a great What were you place. in? What were you driving? I'm sorry? Oh, what no, I live, in, in, I live in Phoenix. I just drove my car there. <laughs> oh. Because they have, they have classes there. I, I've got a minivan now because um, I'm kind of gearing towards the more of the traveling part. Um, and I just, I don't know, I just want one car. Um, so I'm trying to convert a minivan is, is my concept because, you know, hopefully the idea is to spend more time outside than it is to spend inside. And, and honestly, with me, I just want to be a snowbird. I need to get out of here during the summer. I'm going to be going to Flagstaff probably. Um, and I hear there's a group of people who go to Flagstaff and just stay in Arizona um, mm-hmm. in July. Um, I might meet some people up there. I'm not too sure yet, um, but we'll see. But all I know is when I went there in Quartzsite, Arizona in the winter, oh, my God, there's so many people. And, and it got to a point um, it's where, where fun, like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's great. It's so much fun. Uh-huh. And, and the thing is, they actually had to move it a little bit to another place because they needed a bigger spot because uh-huh. there were so many people there, um, yeah. which is good and bad, I guess. But what happens is you go there, you meet tons of people, and you kind of find your group. I mean, a lot of times what's just funny is you, you find, like, people who are into schoolies or you find people who are into, like, minivans or you find your little group or your little niche, I guess, or people who are traveling down into Mexico or Baja or whatever, um, and then, you know, who are only women, which, you know, there are people who do that, and, you know, there's there's all different types of people. It's just it's so great. And to go there, I, I basically went there last year for all the classes that they had. And I learned a lot. They've got like gourmet cooking. So it's just, it's crazy the amount of knowledge that's there. It's just it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful I was, place. Uh, Sorry. I, I was watching uh, one of the videos on YouTube, and some of these people really cook up a storm. I mean, they're not just eating barbecue; <laughs> they're eating yummy. You know. Yes. Yeah. Intricate <laughs> food. You know, all kinds right. of yummy stuff. So yeah. um, it's. You know, you just have to learn how to cook on a butane stove or a. Um, mm-hmm. Well, or they some... have the stuff like this. Is one guy, which is he was his name was Michael. He was, he's from California. 
he had a minivan too. That's the reason why I kind of gravitated towards him, I guess. Um, but he 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 does this immersion cooking. He does he does all this kind of weird stuff where like he's got this inverter and he basically plugs into this. You know, he's got this like heating bag, so you basically you cook stuff while you're driving. And there's this all sorts of different <laughs> does things he fry eggs that on you the can engine? do. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I, no, I don't know. But, but the thing, but he his thing was all tricked out. And the thing is, is like he had a Toyota. Um, Sienna, and I'm just like, and, and I ended up buying one of those because I'm like, oh, I like the way this guy has this stuff set up. So I decided to do the same thing. And then I, and I'm telling you, it's just, there's so much information out there. And, yeah. and it's just, and it's just, it's just crazy to me that, that there's a lot of creative people. And there's a lot of different things too. Like you wouldn't even think of like people use alcohol to you know cook and whatnot. And there's a lot of different things. And what is. Butane, that's a butane stuff. Yeah, butane. It's butane alcohol. stuff too. Yeah. But I don't know. I would I would highly suggest not going too crazy as far as I don't know. Do whatever you want, but as far as your build out or whatever, because yeah. I noticed there's a lot of people like they realize they don't really need bathrooms because especially if they stay in the cities. They usually, you know, if they have a gym membership, they usually take showers there and they actually, um, you know, use the restroom there or they use the restroom at a gas station or you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so you know I don't know what you want to do, but I would highly suggest probably doing less than more and then getting a lot of good i well i don't know what everyone do but getting a lot of good ideas if you decide to go to that rubber tramp rendezvous yeah. thing and then you know bob wells have you checked out cheap rv living.com yeah 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 that's I, like a mech that's a mecca to me a but, yeah uh, i watch uh, a lot of different uh people enigmatic nomadics and yeah and too yeah. carolyn and her too uh, yes 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 yeah, we're on the same. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yep, you got it. <laughs> but the thing is, is what, what's cool about this too is, is you find out there's a lot of people out there who don't have YouTube channels that like they have a lot more knowledge and it's like, oh my god, this is brilliant. Like that guy na- named Mike that I like, he doesn't. And I keep telling him, well, I, I'm saying, I'm telling him that he should do a YouTube channel, but he's just, he's just not interested in doing it or whatever. But he's just got a wealth of information, and and then you'll find people who are willing to, you know, set up your you know, your solar panels or build out things or, you know, you can just, I'm telling you, it's, it's a great place to network. And, hey, if you want to meet up there, let me know because I'm probably going next um, January mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, maybe yeah. we can get the whole community into vans, you know, instead of homeless. Yes. Yeah. And that that's, I'm telling you, there, there's, well, I don't know, I don't, I'm trying to be positive with the whole thing, but. Then, um, and then we'll yeah. get in our vans and we'll go to the West Virginia area where there's no yeah. Wi-Fi allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's so a long we'll, way we'll, we'll, we'll do it like a, a protesting caravan. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. And that's the thing is, is with me is I wanted to make sure I got a van with great gas mileage. And I know if you got what you got, you do too. So, mm-hmm. but and the, I don't know, the, but there's, and I just, I'm not a big, in like the whole stealth camping thing. So if you, if you're into that kind of stuff, you can just park anywhere. So it doesn't matter, you know, if you're in a big RV there's I don't know, it could be some issues with that. I don't know, but I'm sorry. I just, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, you know, I just, it's one of those things that perked my interest. You know, another thing about courtside I just remembered is when, you know, you're getting your stuff put together. And like Jay said, you may not want to, Overdo it for so you have some space to live in it, but um, but if you get to Quartzsite, there's a lot of places where you can get secondhand RV parts. Yeah, 
So if you yes. get secondhand things that you don't have to buy retail prices, you might uh, wait until you get there. Yeah. 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 It's very true. And then, and then the thing is, that I just I just find that out is like, I mean, I'm not an expert at all of this, but I realize that organization skills are extremely important. So if you can do that, I mean, that's kind of makes it livable, I guess. It's not, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I'm not one who would really want to trick it out completely. Um, mm. But I don't. I don't know if you're planning on just you know traveling in it, or if you're traveling and living in it, or or what your deal is. Um, but there's. I'm telling you, you'll find everyone. There's a lot of disabled people there. There, there. There's just. There's everyone there. It's just. It's kind mm-hmm. of amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would highly suggest if you can make it there. Um, yeah. In hey, January. Hey, did you uh, see the RV it. grave graveyard when you were in there? I did not. <laughs> no, go, I'm sorry. There's like an <laughs> RV graveyard where people kind of like leave them to die because, you know, <laughs> or they just take them for parts and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty That's weird cool. looking. But then you got all the high tech, like, you know, the big RV shows are there too in the winter. Yes. And, you yes. know, they go up to like quarter of a million, half a million dollars mm-hmm. with everything in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people can go absolutely insane. They got off-road ones. They got yeah. They got all sorts. It depends on what you want to do with it. I mean, that's basically yeah. what it is. And I mean, I'm sure my, you know, thought process is probably going to change. But right now, I think a minivan would be great. And as long as I have my bicycle, that's an off-road bicycle. And I, you know, because I'm used to um, bicycle touring. So if, you know, I, so if I want to go off-road in the middle of nowhere, I'll just take my bicycle and go there. So. You know, I don't know. Like, I kind of wanted an off-road vehicle, but I didn't want to pay for the tires and the gas and all that other kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I want something that, you know, gets good gas mileage. And then, you know, I can decide where I want to go from there because I have no problems spending time in a tent if I, if need be. <laughs> but that's just me. But, you know, it's just it's just fascinating the different ideas that people have. I just, it's just, and I, and I started to realize because I get addicted to, like, watching those videos too. I go through my periods of time, I guess, when I do that. Um, but you just you learn things. You're like, oh, that's a better idea, and that's a better idea. That's a better idea, and you just you kind of mm-hmm. keep growing on it. And then you meet other people, and then they tell you other things, and you realize, oh, maybe I don't need a battery bank. Maybe I can just you know, it, it's just different. It depends yeah. on your vehicle and your needs and whatnot. But yeah, I yeah. don't know. But I would suggest a refrigerator. Apparently, a refrigerator is a big thing. Every everybody su- suggests getting one of those. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Everybody needs a water tank. Oh, I yeah. just need um yeah, I wish I could have had um a water tank put in um in in the uh like in the side so that I wouldn't have to cuz I can't really carry uh you know, they have yeah. those 7 gr- gallon uh, yeah. uh, right. 5 gallon and 7 gallon uh thingies, well, I can't yeah. carry that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, how about but, three? Because they have the three, I'm sorry, they have those three-gallon ones, which has a little spout on it. Yeah, that's too heavy for me, too. Oh, I mean, heavy. I... You need something where it's like a side fill with the hose. Exactly. Like yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, so eventually I'm going to have one put in. In the meantime, <clears throat> I am getting the three-gallon... Uh, three three gallon thingies but um 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to, what I thought I would do is, uh, you know, they have those RV filters, and you can put it on the end of a hose, and uh, oh. I'll just put my empty bottles on the side where the slider door is, and um, yeah, and then, yeah, you can and do then uh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put a nozzle on the front as though it were a garden hose, right? And then mm-hmm. when I'm ready to fill it, I'll let it drain out a little bit, and and then I'll put the hose in the, or actually I could just bend the hose, couldn't I, to stop the waterfall. I wouldn't even need to get, uh, yeah. So get put the filter on the end, um, <clears throat> and then uh, bring the hose. You know, one of those hoses that shrink up when they're when they're empty. They're really yeah. light. They, they don't even I weigh saw a those pound. I the big lots. They have these coil hoses that um. That, yes, you know, I know very what you're compact. talking about. Yeah, those green ones. Those are mm-hmm. really light, too. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then just uh, turn on the water um, and uh, crimp the hose until I get over to the van and then let well, some of the water. Need, hon, all you need, hon, is like from the, a dollar, uh, you know, nozzle, just a nozzle you can turn on and off. That's it. Yeah, okay. So that's what I need. Um, yeah. uh, but I have to put that on the end of the filter because, you know, you don't want to put dirty water. You know, you can't drink out of a spigot like when we were kids anymore. No. So uh, so I they have those RV water hose filters. And then uh, I can mm-hmm. just uh, pull the hose over to the van, and that way I won't have to pick up anything. Mm-hmm. Um you could just, without messing with that filter, you could just use, like, a pitcher filter for drinking and use the rest of the water yeah. for everything else. Yeah, for everything else, yeah. So you know, you, get, you know those pitcher filters? like you know, you Yeah, I have one. It's um, yeah. a pure water filter, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Those are neat. Yeah, those are mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I could do that too for just uh, water. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You have so something for washing clothes. What I used is very simple. I mean, unless you like to go to laundromats, which I didn't, I just had um, a wash basin and a rope and some clothespins. And when I would set up camp, I would run, you know, if they allowed you some. Some RV parks don't let you, but the state parks and stuff. Oh, I'll probably so, just go to a washer-dryer center. Oh, you yeah. would? Okay. Yeah. But let's yeah. say you're camping out, and if you're camping out in nature, you just hang a line, wash your clothes, and let them hang outside or, you know, yeah. inside, wherever you... Yeah. And they have those little... Uh, but you have to have a lot of water for that. They have those little water ball things that you put your foot on. And uh, you put a gallon of water in it, and it'll mm-hmm. wash your clothes, uh, mm-hmm. maybe two gallons of water, and then you use a gallon or two to rinse it. And, uh, and you're done. And, and you butter the done. trees yeah. in your neighborhood. <laughs> That's that, what but I did. My, but I used to water the, the plants on my sites wherever I was camping. Uh, but my van is not very big, so I, I'll just go to a laundromat. Oh. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna... just saying because it's. Uh, I mean, it, when you really get out on the road, you may not find a laundromat for fifty, seventy-five miles. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, but I. You know what? Kind of I'm. I'm okay with that. I'll have, you know, uh, a change of undergarments for uh, at least two weeks. And I can, you know, as long as I'm not rolling around in the dirt, uh, I can wear, you know, a week's worth of clothes twice in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there isn't a whole lot of room in the van um, for clothing, so I'm going to have to take uh, specific pieces of clothing mm-hmm. Um uh, and then lots of un, you know lots of undergarments because you can't you get can't a good pair of boots and a winter coat. Yeah, I have a winter coat. Yeah. Okay. And I have a pair of ugly black boots. <laughs> uh-huh. so. And you know what's also really handy to have is a shovel. Oh, yeah, in case, well, I mean, if I get stuck, I'm screwed because I can't shovel out. Oh, okay. So just, yeah. yeah, I mean, my body's so maimed, there's just no way. There's no way I could shovel. But I'm considering getting those little uh, plastic strip things that, um, what is that gal's name? Uh, Bob Wells and Carolyn, uh, Carolyn's RV Life put under her big class C and they're like uh, uh, land grippers and she's gotten stuck uh, I guess a couple times and they did a video on her putting um, these long strips underneath the tire that spins and it, it grips right to the dirt and she you know she gets out of it so a uh, couple t- people do uh, swear by the uh, um, shovels, but there's no way I, I wouldn't be able to do it. No, no, no. I wasn't thinking about digging out the van. I was thinking for emergency potty. Oh, so then a little like a cat <laughs> hole shovel. Yeah, oh, just make you those sense. Little... Well, at least you can just throw, you know, pick up some leaves and, you know what I mean? Just um, yeah. A cat hole sh- uh, shovel. Cat. That's yeah, like cat. Yeah. <laughs> cat. Kid litter, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, that's uh, not that's a That's what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking of digging out the van. I couldn't do anything like that. In but, fact, um, um, the folks who, I saw um, a couple of folks on video who had those Thetfords, those little Thetford porta-potties. They're about three and mm-hmm. a half gallons. And... Um, uh, if they're out in the middle of nowhere and it gets full, normally they dump it at a gas station and uh, it looks just like a little suitcase and they carry it into the bathroom and dump it. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, But uh, if they're not near uh, a gas station or a dumping station, then they dig a cat hole and, and uh, mm-hmm. they just put it in there and they just cover it right back up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, why I'm saying it, that a good tool to have with you. And yeah. do you, will you have a toolbox? You should have a toolbox with you. Well, I, I'm i thinking about putting um, or having, like I can't do it, I can't do any of it, 
putting a trailer thingy on the back and then having one of those platforms put on uh, that you can put a toolbox on. And uh, in the toolbox, uh, I would have just your basic, you know, screwdriver and hammer and, you know, maybe whatever I might uh, need. Uh, But uh, that's where I was thinking of putting my uh, liquid propane because I don't want it inside the van. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Um, you would want to keep your tools inside because people like to... Borrow, you know what I mean? Well, I put a lock on. I would actually get a um, a tool thingy. They they um, you know, like guys put on the back of their trucks. Yeah, you know. you can uh-huh. get them smaller, um, uh-huh. not so tall, and put them on the back of a van that has like okay. a, a trailer hitch on it with a platform, and um, um, you know, and you can put locks on them. You can have a locking uh-huh. one. So, um, hey, CC, do you have like a high top? Are you able to stand up in it? Yeah, it's, I, I, I had to get a high top because of my, no, my no, it's good. body. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. They say usually people who have high tops, they, they stick with those. <laughs> yeah. And then I bought a little step for the slider because, oh my God, you should have saw me yesterday. It was awful. I was in so much pain yesterday and, the uh the gentleman who's doing my um I don't want to tell you who because I want you to watch it's all going to be videotaped he's videotaping Oh all sweet. Our, yeah, so I don't want to tell you who it is. It'll be a surprise. And uh you'll see it on YouTube. Um uh but it just came to me. I think I already know who it is. It's uh, <laughs> he, sorry. Uh so he wanted to show me what he had done so far. And mm-hmm. uh, and he had the ProMaster parked about a foot from the curb. Well, I can't I can't step up from the curb into the ProMaster at all. Uh, mm-hmm. So I knew mm-hmm. I either needed to get something uh, attached to it so I could step on it, or I saw mm-hmm. another gal who has a, a smaller van, but I think she has the um, the Ford Transit. She got one mm-hmm. of these fold up little um steps, and so mm-hmm. I looked for one for me, only I didn't want one that was only twelve inches wide, so I got one that's twelve- uh twenty inches wide, but I didn't get it it's coming in the mail um it should wow. be here in a couple of days anyway, so he pulls me up into the van, and I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm a." <laughs> And we look around, and then he jumps out because he has to do something else, and I'm stuck in the van. <laughs> I can't get out, you know, because I can't step down uh, onto the curb because, I mean, my back is so ruined. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And, and, and uh, of course, I there's aspects of the pain that I get that I know are induced, and then there's other chronic aspects that I have every day that I believe are from being having been maimed. So um, anyway, he he had to come back and and let me down uh, out of the van. So, and I'm heavy. Uh, I'm heavier now than I ever was because of the inactivity, isolation, and the chronic pain that I go through. So hopefully this will change some of that. You know, I'll 
I'll be bebopping around. I won't be so isolated. And and uh, mm-hmm. anyway, so um, what was I going to say? So I'm trying to get in and out of the van, and I can't do it. So I bought that little um, uh, stepping stool, and I'm going to put a rope on it. So when I get in the van, I'll just grab the rope, pull the step up, fold it up. It's one of those kind that fold up into a flat little pancake stuff, shut the door, and I'm in. And, you know, when I need to get out, I'll just unfold it, open the door, and carefully lower it down. And because it's 20 inches wide, it should it should uh, lay down properly for me. And uh, uh, it's either that, if that doesn't work, there's one other uh, stepping stool that actually has, it's um, it's about eight inches off the ground, but it has a handle that goes up four feet. And so I can hold on to the handle while I'm stepping down onto the, on the... Can you get the... They're uh, attached so it's foldable from either side. I mean, so it's attached to your doorway, but you uh, collapse it when you get in, collapse it, you know, on your way out. Oh, you you mean the fold-ups that are permanently attached? Uh, I looked into getting one. Uh, I didn't find the kind that, um, that fold in, and I have a cane, and I thought, well, I could just, put my cane down upside down and fold that critter in. Um and so I uh I couldn't find that one, but I found another one that was automatic. You press a button and it folds out and it folds in, but it was two thousand dollars and I just oh. can't I can't do that. You know, no. I can't spend two thousand dollars on a stair. So You can uh, you can always great. just get a big you know, like a plastic one and just could you step up on a milk crate? You know those little, um, they're pretty mm-hmm. sturdy. Um, yeah. I, I think that's 12 inches high, so uh, I'm trying okay. to make it even uh, so I don't have to step up too high. So mm-hmm. I may, if this one that I purchased didn't doesn't work, I may look for a two-step. Um, yeah, like those plastic, like um, like a plastic, you know, the ones that they use in kitchens, like plastic. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, three stepper. Yeah. 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 Good idea. So I've seen a lot of RVs with those. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, it's really yeah, uh, yeah. That's the least of my worries. My most biggest concern is is uh, getting some someone to help me put the insulation and the flooring and ceiling in. Um, uh, and then the walls, I found these shower curtains that uh, are mold-resistant. Uh, you can put them in any shower, um, and uh, they have all kinds of different designs. And so I've ordered, um, I have two now, and I ordered four more to see which ones I liked. And, I, you know, you can return the ones you don't want. And uh, they're about $20, $30 each. And they run about um, 60 or 70 inches wide. 
and uh, anywhere from 70 to 90 inches long. Well, um, you just need like uh, uh, a couple of those on the walls to hide the insulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have beautiful, like some of them are really artsy-fartsy and really yeah. attractive. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, I could just put that up with staple, a staple gun, um, yeah. or, um, you know, a strong Velcro that's uh, heat-tolerant Velcro. And um, and then when I need to wash it, I just pull it right off the wall and throw it in the wash, and uh, those are my walls. Uh, but the ceiling, the ceiling I found um, at uh, Something Bamboo or Bamboo Something in San Diego. They make these um, from real bamboo. They wave, they weave um, bamboo panels, and some of them are four by eight in size. I found uh, another company that does uh, does them in three feet by fifteen feet. Well, my um, my van is the extended van, so it's 13 and a half feet long. Uh, and on the interior, it'll be a, a little over six feet wide. So um, I thought, uh, gosh, I just need three of those for the ceiling. And uh, bamboo is uh, water-resistant, too. Um, but, uh, you know, I didn't want to put any heavy plywood in there uh and a lot of people put tongue and groove in there too and pine tongue and groove is really light uh but um you know you need to put a sealer on it and uh i don't like um you know you need to find a low voc sealer something with uh uh very little formaldehyde or no formaldehyde because, uh, you you know, you're going to be in a confined space at night sleeping for six to eight hours, right? You don't want to be inhaling uh, that stuff. And some of those sealers off-gas for years. Mm. So that's why I'm trying to avoid um, anything that's not natural. Now, the shower mm. curtains um, uh, are made of uh, water-resistant material, so... Um, uh, I'm trying to choose the ones that have uh, low VOC. Uh, um, yeah, well, that's what you have to consider about the insulation. I mean, if well, you're gonna, yeah, I've already just figured out the insulation. On. Hold on. I, I've I've already perfected that. I, I, I've, by the way, I've been doing uh, looking this over for more than a year. So I I've know I can tell you've been doing a lot of research, but um. The thing is, uh, you're going to travel with the weather more than likely because that's what most people do. Yeah. So, you know, if if you can't find somebody to do a lot of work for you, then just consider your strategy for where you're going to be at what season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I have to be very careful because of my physical uh, um, limitations. Right. Um, so, um, 
Yeah, I obviously I have to be very careful, and and that's why I was kind of hoping to join a tribe. I thought, you know, if I can join a tribe with a couple of girls and guys, then you know maybe I can buy them lunch a couple times a month, and they can, you know, fill up my waters for me or something, and. You know, I I wouldn't have them do my my Setford potty if that's what I end up doing. But um, hey, you know what? If after uh, if you go to Quartzsite during the winter time, um, if you want to meet up, I'm probably only going to be traveling during the summer. Um, but I will totally go along with you during the summer um, if you want to do it. And I can totally talk about this for a long period of time. But Linda apparently has some information which I am kind of interested in understanding what she has to say. <laughs> I got good stuff, you guys. Oh, what you got? Hi, is that is that Cece? How are you doing, Cece? I'm good. How are you, Linda? I'm better, Cece. I'm better. I've been clean. You know, this is so weird, you guys. You, God works in mysterious ways, and just when we're thinking it's all for knock, it like it's it becomes kind of clear. And that's not like me. I'm not a big visionary kind of person i do believe in god and i do believe in that energy but um i'll tell you I, this is the weirdest thing i've been i've been cleaning things up and getting boxes moved and i didn't realize they they truly do bring stuff back to us and that's so weird but i am finding stuff that i haven't seen in years i'm moving to another room to do some things i'm they really do, and I honestly think that this hat may have something to do with the fact that they may be withdrawing. I'm see, I'm getting stuff returned to me that's just bizarre. Um, what do you mean? Um, and, I no. mean, oh, and the coolest thing is like, okay, when I oh, when my husband was an avid reader and we had books everywhere, I moved to when I moved to Manhattan Beach, I took them all with me, and I had this great big huge bookcase behind me, and um, and then when I moved to Cambria. I couldn't find them. I couldn't find them. And mm-hmm. it was just so weird that my husband's books, and a lot of law books too, good stuff, they were just like gone. And I had, and I, you forget about these things, you let it go, you know, it's like, okay, well, I don't know where all those books went, but they're gone. Um, I'm moving all of these books out of one room into another tonight, and what do you know, those, I'm, fi- I'm finding stuff, I'm finding that mm-hmm. stuff. It is so wild. It's I don't know why they're bringing so much stuff back, but I've got one room totally, totally loaded with boxes, and I didn't have those boxes when I moved here. There, it's you guys. Like they're physically bringing stuff back to your house. Yes. That they stole. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant memories. No, I'm talking about. Okay. And the interesting thing too is I have some security things in these boxes that I never bought. <laughs> I have a feeling they put all of our stuff like in a big warehouse, and then they kind of get yeah. it mixed up because they have some stuff in there that I've not seen before, but it's cool. Um, I don't know you awesome. guys, but I'm getting some stuff back that I haven't seen in so many years, and I honestly think. They may be withdrawing. I don't know. There's no reason for them to do this. And I'm finding documents that I have not been able to find, and I've been really scared. I mean, I've been, it's like money is disappearing, documents are disappearing. You know, these dentists totally screwed my teeth over. And it's like, you know, the end of my life is near. I've been feeling, you know, how we get there. And it's just like everything seemed like it just was going bad. Well, no, it's not. 
and I don't think God brings us this far. I honestly think each one of us has probably something very particular that's, that is our strength, that is really an unusual strength or a, a strength that we really have, and maybe, uh, maybe we've been brought to this so we really get to know what those strengths are because I used to always give my strength to my husband. It was because of him that I had strength and that I knew who I was and I ran my business. But you know something? It's me. It's me. I'm strong. And I didn't know that before, but I'm beginning to understand that I'm strong. And hey. Yeah. Yeah. We all That's are very – we are How's all How's your They're coming back into your house and they're yeah. bringing stuff bringing back? stuff back. But, you know, I'm strong. We are all strong. We have a strength that we wouldn't be here. I don't think yeah. we'd be here, you know. Yeah, I agree. We we yeah. got something so pretty, pretty special. We got something pretty pretty amazing to do, yeah. you know, and I think maybe we're doing it. I don't know. Maybe we have to know how strong we are by the time we hit those pearly mm-hmm. gates. I don't know. I just know that um, I know that I like me a whole lot better than I did 10 years ago. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm prouder of myself now, uh-huh. and I think we should all be proud of ourselves. We are doing mm-hmm. an amazing thing. We are doing an amazing thing. I mean, think about it. They got all those, all that stuff, and they can't figure out how to, you know, they can't figure out how to take our energy away. Well, too bad. You know, look at how mm-hmm. far ahead they are, but they can't beat mm-hmm. us. They're not beating us, you guys. Okay. I have a real hard time believing that there's, like, positive stuff coming out of all this mm-hmm. um, because I actually believe I was a better person before this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think that, too. You're right. You're right. I mean, but the thing is, that's that's where you've got to have your perception at where, you know. And I do. I, I firmly believe that life is just one big school, um, and that's where we're at, so. Maybe I don't like the classes, but <laughs> I didn't realize that we're Wait, learning, I guess. I thought I was School of Hard Knocks. Yeah, I That's thought I was awesome. a better person. I'm just happy to, I'm happy to hear you happy. Oh, thank you. Like, yes. I'm listening yeah. to what you're saying, but I've been that happy. makes me very happy. I've been having yeah, exactly. a lot of trouble for months now, and I really, this is like, whoa. Uh, you know, like when things open up in front of you, you know, and you all of a sudden realize. I had, a, I had like, like 10 minutes of feeling like my old self the other day, and oh man, it felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's coming back to us. I kind of have twinges of yeah. that tonight, but also, you know, we're we're learning this stuff for a reason. And and to the young man who said he liked himself before, I did too. I thought I I've seen myself as weak and as um, you know, just um, not my good old old strong self that could do anything, and I'm letting them walk on me and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's not true. And we are learning a lot. We are learning yeah. who we are, and we are pretty Do, do they put you in a lot of pain at all? Oh, yeah. Because one of their biggest things they do to me is the jolts of pain and then nerve pain and muscle pain. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know, like, some of it's uh, permanent, but I know that some of it is induced. So yeah. Oh, they had they were inducing my pain like crazy. They were hitting my my knees and um take anything for it? Huh? Oh yeah. Oh, I take CBD oil and I also take uh kratom. And kratom 
Kratom is starting, you guys, Kratom is starting to get written up in, in, well, in fact, a friend of mine today, we went out and did some stuff, and she, when we got back, she was telling me that um, she, her her husband was at a pain management group, and she was reading in an art in pain management articles. Kratom is the number three suggested thing to take for pain these days. Mm-hmm. And we I told him, Linda. I yeah. told him that the kratom <laughs> right. was working. Uh huh. And it, it does. Really does. It's just phenomenal. And if I don't take it for like three days, I know it. You know, and they spend my well, and also if I don't keep my, I, I'm I'm a big believer in magnets, and if I don't keep my magnets around my knees, they start to get to my legs again. Cece, I was so cons- I was so not walking that I actually I bought a cane. I thought, oh my god, you yeah. know that's you know that scared me. And, yeah, and, and, and I don't I'm, like having. I have to use a cane everywhere now. But uh, I just recently bought walking sticks. Yeah, at good. Costco they have them, uh, trekking poles they're called, mm-hmm. uh, for thirty dollars. And <coughs> I've been using those here and there. Um, now get this, this will blow your mind. I thought, you know, um, maybe because I've gained weight, my feet are getting bigger, and so I've decided to increase. Uh, I've been a nine size nine since, you know, high school, Uh, but now I've increased, I just ordered some on Amazon shoes, nine and a half wide instead of regular, and uh, so now my right foot is hurting, the the nerves in my right foot are being uh, manipulated out of nowhere, probably because I decided to buy more comfortable shoes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just you, amazed they do this to us. Do you know, do you ever get zapped? I know it's a pain in the butt that they do this to us, but we've got our ways. Do you Do you get like, like? okay, I used to feel my knees getting like hit, you know. Oh, and yeah. I, okay, but not like hurting, not burning or hurting, just tap, 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 tap on my knees. Oh, no, I, I get this intense chronic <coughs> pain through in my muscles, my nerves. Uh, throughout my back, body, hips, legs, uh, uh, you know, I, sometimes, uh, you know, I fear that I won't be able to get up anymore sometimes. Kratom. Kratom and CBD oil. And actually, my friend, husband, he just cracked three ribs. He's had a stroke, and he just cracked three ribs, and he's in a lot of pain. And he, But he's smoking pot. He's smoking, and I know we shouldn't talk about that. But he is smoking that, and that is... Oh, it's okay on this call. Okay. I, I want some pot. Hey, I'm going to go visit Kyle. I live in Louisiana, though, so... Can't, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in California, CC, so I can, I can get you pot faster than he can. But anyway, yeah. um, no, and, but he keeps his pain, his broken ribs, and that boy ribs are painful when they break. And um, he's keeping his pain totally under control, smoking pot. Yeah. Mm. You know? Amazing. So, I mean, because this opioid scare, they would only give him two days of a, of a painkiller, three broken ribs, and when they give him two days. Yeah. Um, I still, I, I'm very careful with my hydrocodone because I am afraid to be addicted to it. So, but uh, since I've been moving around, 
<clears throat> the last two days I've been in so much pain, and uh, uh, so I started taking uh, the hydrocodone again uh, the, these last two days. And I don't take a whole pill. I take I cut whatever they give me in half, and I take it half by half. Like I'll take a half, and then if it, that doesn't work, let's say four hours later, and I'm still, you know, uh, suffering. If I if I uh, make the effort to get up and get a, a, the other half, I'll take that. But um, uh, uh, it doesn't really put a dent in it, to tell you the truth, because it's. It's through um, our nervous system. It's through our, uh, you know, they send us this via frequencies, and that's why we suffer this pain. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, and then when they're in a position to inflame the nerves in our body to induce horrific pain like they do so often uh, to me, uh, there's nothing that's going to help. I mean, nothing seems to help. Have you tried CBD oil? Have you tried Kratom? I have done, before I purchase anything, I have I decided to do some research on the CBD oil. And uh, I haven't seen enough positive feedback to get, to actually purchase it, and it's expensive. Now, the Kratom I haven't looked into as much as I had the CBD oil. And one of the things that I also learned is some of these CBD oils, even the more expensive ones, don't have a whole lot of real cannabis in it. You know what I mean? They don't have the the um, enzyme or whatever it is. You know, the stuff. It doesn't get you high. It it kills no. the pain. Well, it won't get you um, high. No, cannabis it, doesn't have THC in it. Right, so whatever it's it's in it, it's not the kind that make you you know wispy. Um, it's uh, but um, you have to be careful on which one you buy because uh, a lot of them are just mineral oil and and uh, you know just a fraction of the uh, medicinal CBD elements. So okay, they uh, have to tell you how much is in there. There is there is. My my little health food store sells between I think it starts out at a hundred and then it's two fifty and then it's of uh, five hundred and then seven fifty. I get the five hundred. But there's also and I'll send you the link on, on uh Facebook. There's a gentleman on Facebook that sells it. He's cheaper. He sells it I think it's like ninety dollars and it's a thousand of those little things in there. It's, well it's, we it's need to contact those uh those um what are the nut nurses? They're uh, Catholic uh, nuns. They're doing yeah. the CBD oil too, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they are. And they're growing pot. <coughs> oh, they've yeah, got they're... a pot farm going on up here. Yeah. So... Uh, but trust me, you know, I'll send you the link to the guy who sells the thousand. Um, I don't know what they call them, those thousand. I call it milligrams. I'm sure that's not right. But, you know, that's he, he sells the strongest I've ever seen. And it's cheaper. It's just that I think that they've got my number now, and they are. I think it's taking too long to get here, and it's too weak by the time it gets here. So they mess with it. But just you know, but you at least could probably get it for a few times without them messing with it. You know, because yeah. it, it something's going on. The little the little dropper thing doesn't hold it in very well. So I think it's like a hole in that dropper thing. I don't know what happened. 
I just know they try to get in our way. But anyway, um, it does help. It really does. It really does. Yeah, I do the the kratom and CBD oil too. The CBD oil is expensive, but you can get like I get a fifteen milligram thing, and I'll take like you know two when I wake up, and then some kratom. Uh, I try a bunch of different types, but God, it really helps take the edge off. Um, it's hard to maintain. It's hard to maintain anything like painkillers or drinking. Not I'm not equating painkillers to drinking or anything like that. But they seem, Kratom and CBD oil, it seems like they're easy to maintain yeah. for long periods of time, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We well, can get so a lot of CBD oil. Kratom that you uh, use? I mean, Kratom. Yeah, Kratom, huh? Kratom is amazing. Yeah, really amazing. Yeah. Really amazing stuff. And I, I just go to a head shop uh, that's in my city, and it's like maybe $30 for 90 um you know, capsules of it, um, you know, and I'll go every month and get like two, like a red vein and a white vein. Um, white vein's really good because it kind of gives you a feeling of uh, euphoria, yeah. you know, and, and the red vein's really good for pain and it makes you kind of sleepy. So the different kinds really make you feel kind of different. And it's using uh, at like alkaloids, is that what they're called? Like coffee has an alkaloid for energy. Um, I don't know. And it, it's it's you, it, it's not absorbed in the liver, though. Oh, that's oh, the deal. Kratom isn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's cool. That right. way, it doesn't harm our liver. Mm-hmm. You know. Also found oh, found some great books. Gonna read them, but I just want to tell you guys. I mean, I have so many, but um, okay. Your secrets are my business. That's a book I bought years ago. I was obviously concerned. The guy who wrote it is Kevin McEwen. And he has a much bigger book that I can't find, but I'm going to find that too. But this guy is pretty good. Here's, here's one uh, chapter, how to protect yourself. Just a lot of stuff. Your car, your trash, how to be careful, as he talks about. And then there's also the sociopath next door, and Huggy Bear talks about that, that we do have sociopaths that live next door, and we do need to deal with them, you know? And um, there's more books here, Feng Shui. Um, there's, there's, um, also I've got one, People of the Light, a lot of good books here. I'm going to read them and tell you guys what I find out, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and a legal think... research book I've got. Oh, and I also have why I have a criminal law handbook. I don't know because I don't have any, I've never done anything illegal. But I have a handbook that's called the Criminal Law Handbook, and I think that might give us some handy information regarding what we can do to these guys, you know, because we don't necessarily know. You know, we kind of float around trying to figure this stuff out. And this is Nolo Press, and they're a well-known um, legal publishing company. And you know, they, yeah. look at look at how bad the FBI has been. Um, and, you know, it's like they're investigating the, de- the Department of Justice. I mean, nobody wants to... <clears throat> Stop the crime. Even the the law enforcement people. I mean, not all of them are like that, but um, they just don't care. And they're a part. I mean, it's just, it's just like what the Bible says. In end times, corruption is going to be so rampant. It's going to be a part of everything. And and isn't that so true of today? 
that even our law enforcement is so corrupt. Uh, uh, judicial system is so corrupt. Uh, you know, medicine is so corrupt and conniving. Uh, it's literally medicine is detrimental. <coughs> Go to a doctor, even another doctor. Some doctor I saw him on Facebook uh, said something about uh, the worst, you know, one of the, uh, if I could give you any advice, it would be to get yourself into shape and don't go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they said that <coughs> healthy, go to homeless, down, stay away from the down will be up, and what's black will be white, and white will be black. Yeah. And the high, yeah. but it also says in the Bible that the high will be made low, and the meek shall inherit the earth. Huh. I like it. Yeah. Um, the thing about doctors, may I suggest, and because this is what I had to do with my lawyers and I used to do with my dentist, which didn't help much, but um, because I thought, well, if I didn't, well, I figured I could sneak around and they wouldn't know what dentist I was going to, which was crazy. But if you confirm everything the doctor told you, confirm it in writing so they can't mess with you, send it, send it in, um, you know, send it... Um, you know, recertified, return receipt requested, make sure he's got it, and then say at the end of it, if this does not concur with your understanding of what we discussed, please advise in writing. That's the only way I know how to protect ourselves. You know? Yeah. You can... Oh, and they're also giving me the stupid cough now, I assume, cause, because those folks are here uh, working on my van, and... Uh, <coughs> so I didn't have the cough before they arrived, but now I have this stupid-ass cough, I assume, so that when I talk to them, I have to cough every couple of words. So fucking stupid. I Probably oh. frequency. It's so juvenile. It's just something Satan would do, don't you yeah. think? Oh, I yeah. mean, it's like, oh, yeah. it's like Satan himself is running these programs, and... And he's not even embarrassed at the juvenile garbage. Oh, they don't care. Put on. <laughs> they well, don't they can't care. Be too bright, and they can't be yeah. too interested in doing good in life. You know, it's just not where they're coming. Yeah, from. you have to stop being surprised at how how low they are. Yeah. Because that's just guess. where they are. You know. It's like I've said this before. You can't make a rock fly. You can't you can't turn a rock Very good. into yeah. the into the consciousness of a bird because yeah. they're different things. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I know anyway. I know it's painful, but um you just gotta be strong in yourself. It's every no matter even if you're in pain and I and I know what pain is like. Um but even even when you're in pain, you're a special person. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been chosen for it. Well, um, I think that. everybody. I think that everybody is a part of this terrible program, and they just don't realize it. Like I, I may have been a part of this program before um, I blew the whistle on my former employer, or before before I uh, filed a workers' comp claim, and they just bounced on the opportunity to to harm me. Um, I know. Well, you're smart. You're outspoken. 
you, you know, um, yeah, I just already gave him one. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I had to uh, tell my sister, my little doggy, he takes opioids, too. <laughs> Poor little guy. He's got a bad cough. He's got that, uh, he's a Pomeranian. He's got that collapsed trachea and oh. and uh, uh, shrinking uh, esophagus. And so in order to stop the spasms in his throat so that he can stop coughing, he has to be on opioids now. Aww. Yeah, Aww. and it, does, it stops the spasms in his throat so he doesn't cough. Aww. And uh, it helps, and it gives him some time. Uh, you know, he may not have too much time left, my poor little baby. I love him so much. How old is he? He's 14. He just turned 14 uh, a week mm-hmm. or two ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's sweet. So he doesn't like to be brushed anymore. When I first had him, uh, he used to, like, I would turn him on his back on my lap, and he would be all four legs spread eagle <laughs> so that I could brush his hair and, uh, you know, on his belly and under his neck and on his little armpits. And, you know, he's just like a little <laughs> woolly mammoth. Yeah. He's a woolly little mammoth, and you know what Pomeranians are like. They're like walking fur balls. And uh, and then I'd flip him over and do his tail and his buttocks and his back and his little neck again. And and he just felt like he was the greatest. He loved the attention. But now I have to be careful when I put him. Uh, I can't put him on his back, actually, because of his heart. He's got the enlarged heart. He takes uh, medicines all day long. And the the alarm just went off for his last medicine. Uh, mm-hmm. So it must be around midnight. And then the next pill, we start again yeah. at, at 6 a.m. So this is, I planned it this way so that I would have at least six hours, hopefully, of peace. <laughs> but um, I still get up in the middle of the mm-hmm. night and, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's no peace. There's no peace. I have the, the induced uh effed up dreams that are uh oh my god oh god i can't even repeat the dream that i had today uh, i had to take a nap because i was uh you know just totally out of it and pain and stuff and i thought i'm just going to go lay down i'm not taking any more hydrocodone and i went and i laid down and oh my god the awful dreams that they induced on me oh my god these are not my dreams folks I've never dreamt vile, heinous, uh, screwed-up dreams. And when I wake up, I I am just appalled at what they what they download into our heads. Uh, uh, and I think to myself, are you, I mean, you guys must be. They're beyond psychopaths. They're beyond sociopaths. This is demonic uh, uh, the shit that they do uh, anyway I mean it's fucked up I, I I will never repeat it you know uh, you guys know uh, if you're having the dream manipulation you know they run the whole gamut of filth vile uh, uh, trauma uh, you know uh, stress you know, they want you to stress out when you're when you first open your eyes and you wake up. Oh my God, it's awful. 
Yeah, they did that to me too. I mean, well, they give me a lot of directed dreaming too. And it used to be more like uh, visceral and like horror movie types. But now they're they're doing these weird things where they're bringing like old friends that I had in my youth into the dreams. And then, then it will become like violent and weird. I can't remember like the whole thing, but they're very vivid. Um, yeah. And it's it's almost like they're trying to like, because they've kind of run out of things. I'm like ignoring a lot of what they do besides the pain. And it's like they're trying to to bring back stuff where I'll think about, I'll think about the dream a lot when I wake up. Very, very bizarre. You're right. These people, um, I just say if you, if you don't understand how people can do this stuff, just study cults. You know, that's helped me to really understand how, how this can happen in society. Cults in the military uh, brainwashing. Say, you know, to to be a part of that, they've got to be like under the influence of demonic forces. And yeah, they, but they yeah, are, you remember you remember the uh, Jim Jones cult. The mo- there was a mom who had three kids who she loved, and she joined the Jim Jones cult. And when he when when it was time for everybody to kill each other, she killed her three kids. Like and she, I don't think she was a horrible person before she joined the cult. Maybe she was, but yeah. these groups think things, and and when the whole society is doing it, and it's like it becomes very sick, and people are just like, well, this is what this is what we're doing, you know? Yeah, and then uh, there was that uh, uh, help that comet yeah. uh, uh, cult down there in San Diego. Remember them? They all died. That uh, uh, hail Bob. Wait. I used to call it the hail bop. It isn't the hail bop, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's not. Did the, um, the Apple Gate, right? Or Apple Heaven, Heaven's Gate. The UFO yeah, Heaven's one? Gate. Yeah. They, they said they yeah. were going to go to a planet. Maybe it was the hail bop yeah. comet, but it was Heaven's Gate. It was Heaven's Gate, Gate. yeah. 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 And so they we're thought, all guessing. There was like ten different cults that we just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> How many cults are there, really? There's... Tons but, of them, man. I studied well, them, and I I felt well, like I understood this better after I Kyle, studied both for a while. Kyle, though, the cults, I mean, they're in our government. They're in our military. Mm-hmm. And they're they in our have, systems of society. Cult and, thinking and is in our... Yeah. of people's of people's bodies and brains. They're, that's a problem. I mean, isn't there anybody in their right mind, involved in this, thinking of a way to sabotage it all. Yeah, I think there are. I think there are people... Well, you know, because Karen Stewart talks about it, and she talks about people who kind of knew that something bad was going on. And the problem is, I think, when they realize there's something, there's something in their department that has to do with this, they end up transferring. Um, so you get a lot of people who are just gone. They're just like, oh, whoa, I can't be involved in this instead of, instead of like staying in there and, you know, being a whistleblower and stuff like that. Uh So it's it's almost, yeah. So like the good people are weeded out and then the bad people who don't give a crap or will be involved, they end up staying. So it's like what Dr. Horton talks about captured systems. It's this trend and it's constantly moving towards more corruption. Because that's that's what's building up right now. They got a system for moving the good people out of the system. Mm-hmm. They got a whole strategy for that. Yeah, I think that's sadly true. 
That's very sadly true. Yeah, and then they don't even hire good people because they know that, you know, if you're an honest person, you don't get the job. Yeah. Especially, I think, some of these alphabet agencies, they look for profiles, and you know that these contractors are going to be looking for profiles of people who are just psychotic, conscienceless. Well, from what I understand, I heard someone say that they hire people with sociopathic tendencies. They don't hire necessarily psychopaths because psychopaths can uh, pass polygraphs. And from time to time, if they're going to be involved in these types of uh, uh, programs, they have to take the polygraph and they have to be able to fail it if they're being dishonest with their upper management psychopaths. So it's really only the the ones at the very top that are psychopaths and the underlings are sociopaths that that cannot manipulate um uh, uh those tests, those uh polygraph tests. So uh Yeah, that anyway. makes sense. Or just very compliant people you know, I think that, that we're, we, like, you know, the military changed, like, from when my grandfather was in World War II, and it really changed into, like, a brainwashing to kill and to kill whatever your, you know, uh, whatever the person over you uh, told you to kill. And I think people weren't really paying attention to that. Or maybe some people were, but I, I definitely wasn't. But then all those people become ex-military, and then they're, you know, going into the surveillance industry and stuff like that. So you've got a lot of, um, a lot of brainwashing, a lot of compliant people who have tipped over to this very violent side. Who maybe, if the system wasn't so sick and everybody was being good, they would be good too. You know, not. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because the you, we, the majority of the system can't be sociopathic and psychopathic. There's not a big enough percentage. So it comes down to enough compliant people to do this Isn't crap. It like three uh, percent of the population uh, are psychopaths. Yeah, like four, four percent. I think it's four percent. More are sociopaths. Mhm. I wonder what percentage. Do you know the percentage of that, Cece? No, I don't. I, I'd have to look that up. But I think it's three percent of the population. So if you get a hundred, if you gather a hundred people, three of them are psychopaths. Absolutely. The Psychopath mm-hmm. Next Door uh, is a book that talks about, and I think they, they're more like 100 uh, or like 8 per 100 are sociopaths, I think. I'm not sure. But there are a lot of them around. Yeah. My, it might, I don't know, in the world we live in, it might be even more, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be get, more. Uh, oh, excuse me. It, it might you know, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Um, anyway, uh, I'm just. Uh, I would say this, in in light of what we're all going through and and the things that we know, and we probably don't even know the half of it. <coughs> I would say that um, it's no wonder. You know, it is no wonder that psychopaths make it to the top of corporations and, and medicine and judiciary and, and, and government 
because they that's their mindset. They're driven to be, you know, if they're if they think they want to be something, they're driven to get there at any cost because they don't care who they step on on the way up. Um. Uh. So. So people, I would I don't know if, if maybe we're not the norm, but uh, I would say normal people. Um, are driven like I was I I enjoyed my career and I pursued uh uh you know I was ambitious and I pursued advancement but I wasn't doing it at you know uh in a sociopathic way I wasn't doing it whereas uh a lot of people do sociopaths may not uh, uh you know they do uh have uh empathy and stuff but they um but when it comes to what they want, they don't care about it. And they'll people. work, and they'll work like twenty-four hours a day. Where a normal person wants to do regular things, wants to spend time with their family, wants to have fun. You know, yeah. so they, you know, the people like sociopaths and psychopaths, they're all they're constantly working on on what they want. Like so, these people at the top are psychopaths, and they want this master plan of you know, wiping out a certain amount of people and making society like they want to, and they work on it all the time because they don't really care about, like, the good things in life. You yeah. know, it's about, it's about power and control. And, you don't find... You know, they're not intrigued by helping others, you know, uh, uh, people who suffer. They're not intrigued by it. You know, like like I was saying earlier, we had this guy in an RV that was completely dilapidated, and uh, he was thin and he needed to eat, and I was making him food, you know, and bringing him drinks, and and uh, until they finally towed away his RV, I went out there today, and his RV had been towed away, but um, you know, I felt bad for the guy. And I don't know. Um, I don't know if any of the other neighbors brought him any food or drinks or anything. So I even brought him trash bags because when he opened his doors, litter fell out. I mean, he was living awful in there. So I brought him. I brought him back three trash bags, and I said, "These are for you, so you can clean up your little home." And because I assume he couldn't afford to to buy trash bags. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. I can't imagine that he lives like that just wantingly, but uh, maybe he's sad or something, you know. Well, me and and Sue were talking about that last night, and that's so important, like helping people like that. Like, uh, because what what I hate about this is my attackers have made me more see this huge, like, this is, there's so much evil in the world, and, you know, how, what can I do about it, and, like, I, I kind of stopped giving homeless people money and stuff like that, because I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm hurting so bad, it just made me like that, and then the other day, you know, I saw a homeless girl on the street, and I, me, I was like, I gave her five dollars, and my attackers, like, on the V2K said, you just did that, so we'd feel sorry for you, you know, so we, we'd think you're a good guy. And what I said in my head was, because, you know, they can read your inner voice, I was like, no, because I'm not going to let y'all turn me into a monster. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it's so important that we, we stay empathetic and we do good for people because it really fights this in a bigger way than we could ever imagine, you know. Yeah. 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 Gotta stay human. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, my targeting, it makes me, because I have to, because I have 24-hour day chatterbox, and like, you know, they're constantly torturing me and traumatizing me, so I have to harden myself. And, you know, that's a good thing that I'm I'm getting tougher and stuff like that, but it's a bad thing when I'm dealing with good people who I need to be empathetic to. So it's like a battle, you know, to balance that out. Uh, sometimes I'm not balanced, you know, I'm listening to people and even though I care about them, it's like I've grown so, um, so hardened that I, cause I have to block out what my attackers are doing that I'm not giving enough empathy. I'm not giving enough care. I'm so, it's, it's, uh, so jaded, you know, and we've got to really work to, to fight against that. I feel like that's a huge danger. Yeah. Um, I want to say something, sociopaths and psychopaths. They think people who care about other people are just saps, and yeah. and and they they size us up, and they they go, you know, they're charming, and they can, you know, get us to believe them, and all of that, you know, um, and they're just full of it, and they think we're idiots for for buying into it. I think it's the Linda, it's like the way that we look sorry at them. For them. Oh, don't ever yeah. feel sorry for a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. you know. If they ever came and said, I'm sorry for what I did to you, uh-huh. I might think about it, but yeah. then I might just say, well, it's a little too little, a little too late. Yeah. Well, I uh, I think being a Christian, we're supposed to be forgiving. If they're genuinely sorry for what they did, uh, I would be forgiving. But I would also say, you need to blow the whistle. You need to uh, um, do something too. You need to uh, now take your life and fight against these these crimes, and uh, you know do every you know make that part of uh, your life is is telling people what you were involved in, who's involved in it, where it's done, how it's done. Um, you know. If if there's any way we can stop it, like if it's on these cell towers, I, there was some sort of commenter on Facebook um, or uh, on Facebook News or something, and um, he was talking about uh, a cell tower that caught fire at the top, and he said, uh, so he was trying to say, okay, this is a cell tower, uh, and you know you might have some problems with service and he said uh and uh, and there are other things that these cell towers are used for that the government uses them for well really what part of that it, it, it does that have anything to do with the torture programs throughout our nation because if it does what part of it does so that we can take it down you know so that we can stop it because there is no way that is, it is acceptable under any law or rule. What we're going through is a crime against humanity. And they went after Saddam Hussein for that. So Saddam used biological weapons or chemical weapons. What they're using are just as bad weapons. They're just as bad. They're torturous, awful, disgusting, atrocious weapons. And uh, it needs to stop. And they should be <coughs> they should be prosecuted um, in the same light as as any other uh, nation 
uh, has uh, tortured, killed, or maimed its own citizens. Um, you know, much like Saddam Hussein has. So, um, I, uh, you know, we just need to know, you know, if we can't stop it uh, by crawling into a Faraday cage, if we can't stop, you know, because I've seen other people, I've seen, I think a, there's a guy named John Bowden on Facebook. Uh, he He's a, a, a TI friend of mine. And uh, he's all hunkered in. You can see he's got silver paper. Uh, I don't know if it's reflected all around him. And he's being tortured. It's not helping. The Faraday cages aren't helping him at all for some reason. So uh, this is a problem. This is unacceptable that anybody in in our world would feel that it's okay to do this. No government should ever, uh, 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 our Congress people, my God, how incompetent are they, that they allow, that they allow these horrific things to happen. Uh, they're funding these programs, by the way. Uh, Congress and the Senate, they vote to pass uh, uh and fund, uh, uh, um, like Jesse Ventura said, there were over 50,000 bills in one given year, I think it was, that were top secret, that the people of the United States were not allowed to know about. And he wants to know why. He says that's bull. And uh, I have to agree with him. There are There are government agencies that we know nothing about. They're top secret. You can't even name the agency. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have more power than our government and, and all like big pharma and even I think directed energy weapons in the military industrial complex. They have yeah. lobbyists. You know, they have lobbyists that pay these senators and, and representatives to vote the way that they want. I mean, the system has gotten so sick and corrupt that it's like the senators and representatives, they really don't think they even have a choice to make good decisions for the people. They're just going along. They're going along with whatever agenda is passed down by the CFR, you know, by by the people higher up pulling the strings in the military-industrial complex. I think it's gotten so... I mean, what we see, we see that it's gotten so bad that not even one senator has come out about this, like Mark Rubio has come out and said, American citizens are being experimented on. Let's fix this. Not one, because they're all so scared. I'm really disappointed in Marco Rubio. He hasn't done a damn thing. Well, think about it, though. Think about they were having that Senate investigative committee, right? Then the Parkland shooting happens in his state. So he has to focus on that. His focus is totally pulled off of the Senate investigation committee on the Cuban... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we, you know, it's kind of odd. Wow. You know, the whole thing with the children, right? The immigrant children, they separated them, and it was so much like the Nazi Germany separation. And then they want to build these camps. Years. And they ordered the DOD to build um, internment camps for them. Why the DOD? I don't know, because they just funded 
$62 million, no, $62 billion more to the DOD. So he feels like he can ask some more favors. Anyway, they're going to funnel these kids. Meanwhile, like 2,500 kids have been moved around the country without anybody knowing it. And only HHS has any idea what, what, who's going where. They use the airlines by lying to them. And now the airlines don't want to do the transport. But, um, but, but take a look at it. I mean, they're, it's almost like they're practicing on these, what they call, probably they consider them expendable. They consider them somehow criminal, which they're, mo- I mean, how can a two-year-old be a criminal? But um, they're putting this label on them so they can do what they want. And my fear is, I hope it's not true, that either they, they're going to get trafficked um, yep. for slavery or they're going to be, you know, experimented on like we are. So anyway, at least that issue is out in the open and people are looking into it. Um, and maybe we're, you know, a step behind that. If they start looking into that kind of human trafficking, maybe they'll look into ours and our contracts. You know what's really scary, Sue, is what? The, the, the people they can't find are young girls and babies. Yeah. They that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they don't, you know, like um, Governor Cuomo in New York, he says, yeah. Where do these kids come from? We don't even know where to put them. Yeah. And then uh, they're like, well, we want to give them some medical. We want to give them some clothes, you know. And they're not allowed. So the states are, he's saying the states aren't allowed to provide for these children because it's a federal issue. Oh, man. So, like, hands off to the them. states. Do you like but, touch them? They can't comfort them? Huh? They're not allowed to touch the kids, comfort them, take care uh-huh. of them, hug them. Like, I guess, and, yeah, I don't know what the extent is. Um, they're not allowed to provide, you know, the basic needs. And the people that are are housing these kids are being paid $724 per child per night. Really? Making a fortune. Yeah. And they don't oh, know for oh sure. my goodness. They don't even know for sure whose who's kid belongs to wh- where their parents went. The parents don't know where their kids were sent. That was a horrible thing to do. They're making over $700 a night to house per a child. child? Per child. Yep. Look it up. Huh. That's why our money is going in the toilet. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, even the depart- I mean, government does not know how to allocate and track money. Well, That's, who even starts this kind of a program without a clue as to what you're going to do with the kids when you take them away? Start what program? That program's been in effect for 60 no, years? No, they, they no, arresting new. them for that has been one thing, not separating families like that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they've been doing that for 60 Obama did it. Obama was they, separated. You're listening to, you're listening to, um, you're listening to Trump. Take a look at the facts. Okay? That's no, I wasn't Trump listening to Trump. I wasn't listening to Trump at all. Well, uh, apparently, this President is a new Trump thing uh, signed that they a new started. executive order to uh, change that, I guess, so that families won't be separated. 
He's the one who signed something today that only lasts 20 days. No, he's, he and just reversed himself, Cece. Yeah. He just reversed but, himself. That's but that still doesn't account for, they said that they still don't know how they're going to get the families back together. Well, let me let me put it this way. We don't really know what the hell's going on because our media is just as corrupt. Uh, we don't. Well, know I what agree with that. So, so, but I will tell you this, and and I know I'm not going to make a lot of fans. What they should not be coming to the United States. We have homeless here that that need housing. Why isn't our homeless housed? They don't know. They don't know yeah. that. Well, they we should not be coming to can't. the United States. We cannot, I cannot say I want to leave the United States and go to Canada and I have no income. Canada will throw me out. Yeah. They have well, how many TIs do you think have tried to get out of the United States and look for places for asylum? I'm not even saying, you don't even have to be in a, you don't even have to be a TI to go to Canada and be told to turn around and go back if you don't have your own money, you don't get to go in, you don't get to stay. Mexico either. Mexico won't let Oh, that's right. Mexico you have to have at least nineteen hundred dollars a month to move down there. I pass through a thousand miles to get to the United States. It's that that trip for a thousand miles, some of them uh coming without their parents. Some have been coming with people who are not their parents, and they're afraid of them. Some of these people are drug dealers. Some of these people are inmate gang members. Um, you, you've got to look at the facts. You do. There is a law, and it's been around for decades. Bush could have done something about it. I think Clinton, even before then, uh, Obama could have done something about it. But all they did bottom is line that, is what they the said was to ignore the law. Each of those presidents just signed an executive order that said let's ignore the law. All right, that's what everybody wants Trump to do. Trump wants that law fixed. That's why he uh, that's why he did what he did. Because as I said this last night, but Abraham Lincoln's uh, theory was if you've got a bad law the quickest way to get rid of it is to enforce it. All he wants is Congress. Oh, yeah, I understand. Right. It. That's right. That law already exists, That the one that separates the children and the, and the families. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, that's right. It has existed for more what than What law six- is that, Cece? What law is that? I don't know what the law is, dear, but I, I, I've been learning about it. what is going on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it has been around uh, for more than 60 years. Uh, our government has been uh, separating children and uh, immigrant, uh, uh, you know, asylum seekers or immigrant uh, people for a long time. Listen, they should not be coming here. We don't have the money. We're in debt more than any other country in the world. We don't have the money to take care of them if we can't even take care of ourselves if we're trillions of dollars in debt. And I, my, my position is don't let them cr- 
across the border, because once they cross the border, they have rights, which is ridiculous, because if you cross the border in any other nation, they turn you around and kick you right in the butt and throw you out. You have no rights. So why do why would anybody coming from another nation have any rights when they cross the border into the United States? They shouldn't Illegally. have rights. In fact, Illegally. don't separate the kids. Just turn them around, put them on a bus, and take them right back to Mexico or wherever they came from. Well, some of them are tiny kids. Some are really small. And there's nothing more precious than a little Hispanic child. I mean, there's nothing. I'm telling you. I grew up in Texas, I know. I don't mean to be mean, but we, yeah. but our nation can do more for them if their nation um, would allow missionaries and, and charities to go down there and help them build homes or, or whatever. But you know what? This world is so screwed up, nothing's going to change. And the Bible tells us what's going to happen. I'm sorry that... that uh, 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 that that's happening. Uh, um, but, you know, honestly, I think it's just another distraction, to be quite honest with you. They're distracting us from the reality that our nation is going in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah I totally agree with that. What we're looking at is actual manifestation of what you just said. I mean, the, the moral degradation, the the discompassionate treatment of the uh, underprivileged, the homeless. I mean, it's just a rampant thing now. And we can't blame any one particular group. Doesn't it make you wonder why they want to help people that aren't uh, uh, citizens of our nation, but they refuse to help the people in our nation that are homeless? Doesn't it make you wonder it makes me wonder, why is it that you want to help these people that are coming here in droves? They're coming here in droves, and you want to feed them, house them, send them to school. Send. Them. By the way, they get free college, but I didn't get free college. I didn't get to go finish my four-year degree because I had to pay for it, and I couldn't afford it. Wait, Cece, you know, you're jumping, you're jumping on people, and... We're all just having a discussion. Anyway, uh, I think uh, I I think I think the, what we need to think about is why aren't they helping our citizens that are homeless today, that never in a million years thought that they would be homeless, uh, that one time had a job, probably a house, uh, uh, a great you know uh, a, a great. Uh, family set up, and now they're homeless. And our own Congress people, our our own senators, will not help their own constituents. But uh, but especially the Democrats, which in this respect I cannot stand Democrats. If you want to do something, then do something for your own constituents who are in the streets and they're homeless. Why? Why is it? Uh, here's here's another uh, very important thing to think about. Why is it that you can get arrested and thrown in jail for feeding the homeless, but if people come from other countries in droves, our government is allowed to, uh, 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 or the Democrats are pushing to 
feed, house, and 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 take care of these people. You know why? Because they want it done for votes. No, they want see, all. See, the let me tell you something. Them Democrats are them. always for, are Hold always on. I don't programs, see them getting colleges and beautiful houses. I see them locked up in cages with a mylar blanket. Yep. And very expensive to say that Democrats are the ones who are doing all this. That's not true. It's the Democrats that want the programs for the needy, that want the money for them. Right. That's what the Democrats well, are about. That's how, that's how they get votes. They give oh, money no, away. Not. Now, now she's right about that. Excuse now, me. That, no, she's not right me. about that. The Mylar blanket. That picture was taken during the Obama administration. No, it wasn't. Yes, they it got was. Mylar blankets all over uh, Linda, the place right Linda. now. I've seen it. I've seen it. I watch news 24-7. I know so what I'm talking about. So do yeah, we. Don't say the Democrats. That's just so. They're the ones who want to give the money to oh, the programs for the poor. Not I for the because they want the poor to be cared I agree. For. That, I, so offensive. There are, there are some good things about Democrats. Yes, there are. They wanted they wanted to do the uh, the whole health thing. The you know they wanted to push uh, a one payer system. I think that's a great idea. I uh, uh, but uh, but there's a no, part of them that both. still so that's still that's so, so corrupt that they won't push the one-payer system because then pharma won't get their money, which means the Democrats won't get their money or the Republicans. Well, for the that. Republicans are behind the corporations, not Democrats. Oh, the no, they all are. The ones who are they all, are all about corporations. They all, you know, the pharma, oh, yes, it is. pharma, medicine, utilities, all of those, uh, real estate, oh my God. all pay them. The Dem- it doesn't. I mean, you can be a Democrat, Republican, Independent, and they all have their hand out when it comes to. Well, I agree with that, but don't say it's the Democrats that are all the problem. That's not true. I didn't say they were all the problem. Oh, I never said that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I they said just it, they just well, they just want to get the votes. Anyway. That's why they're doing something good for the people. They want to get the votes. <laughs> they right. allow. They are allowing massive immigration. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, from Mexico and other uh, countries. The Democrats are? <laughs> well, maybe we should move away from politics. You know. <laughs> Just, <laughs> agree, well, you know, agree to disagree on some things. Um, but, I mean, you, you know, we've got to realize that it's, you know, this two-party system thing is kind of the illusion. And most politicians are all yeah. kind of no, doing bad. Yeah, I thought it was a political hour with Kyle and the gang there for a minute. <laughs> what's that? What's that show, Crossfire, that used to come on? They get yeah. really heated. I'll tell you what, Trump's hair is not real. And if anybody wants to argue with me, yeah, it's real, can, man. It's not. Yeah, I don't real. know because he changes color every time. Well, no, he colors. It's now changing style. It's like parted down the middle now. Ew. <laughs> I think it has feet. Sometimes it's white, sometimes it's yellow, sometimes it's yeah, orange, orange, sometimes you it's know, like brownish. Don't you orange. think he should put himself tanner on kind of evenly instead of get that? Have you seen the side of his face? It's got that orangey thing all over the place. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> oh, he does the rub on tan? 
Yeah, and okay. he doesn't bother to put it around his eyes. His eyes are all white. Oh, yeah, the fake tan stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, you, know. The, you know, and the orange face with the, with the uh-huh. white eyes. And if you I look at the that. side of his face, it's all, he doesn't spread it evenly. It's all kind of just kind of messed in there. I'm sorry. I oh, guys, Linda, what? you guys come on with the negative NLP now. Come on now. What? What? <laughs> I don't even know what NLP is. No, no, we're not. It's yeah, not heavy linguistic programming. Here. No, I'm not. Stop you said the H no. word, Linda. Oh, did I say the have word? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, 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 you didn't. <laughs> There's another word? I'm joking with you. Uh, yeah, I'm joking with her. Mm-mm. Cool. Uh, what you know? What I'm? I'm going to go back to global because the migration yeah. of populations in plural is a huge is a huge um phenomenon right now all over the world. In fact, there's something like sixty five point six million displaced people in the world. And that's including like Africa to um Europe, Asia to um to India and India to Australia. I mean, people are moving around because they're unhappy. Well, and I think, I mean, we had a lot to do with that. The America went over to Afghanistan and the Middle East and fought all these wars and destroyed these countries, and now they need some place to go. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we shouldn't go over and be this big empire and then, okay, we'll come to our country now. And, and it, you know, it's, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense. I yeah. actually think this, and I know a lot of people will be mad at me, but I, I think CeCe's right about, like, we they're attacked, they're murdering us and experimenting our own country, but then we're allowing illegal immigrants to have all these rights and money. I think that's dumb. I think every country needs to shut off borders. Every country needs to shut off borders yeah. and well, okay, fix problems need, in the we country. We need to quit flying over there and destroying their countries, though. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. look at the look at the ones from the from Pakistan, from those countries. We're over there bombing them. That's not yeah. fair. We've disgraced yeah. gorgeous well, countries. Well, the people, yeah, the the people are complaining about that. Oh, oh, hold on just a second. Oops. A lot of people left the call during that discussion. Oh, like, a lot of people left the call during that discussion. About seven oh. people like I'm dropped sorry. off. I'm sorry. I guess. Oh. Well, no, I mean I'm not complaining about it. I mean we got to talk about stuff. It's just it's interesting to me. Like, because it was a lot of people yeah. who dropped off during that, and I was like... Well, I'm not saying there's an answer to it, Ow! because people people need to live. We need to live, too, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we should treat them better, but we shouldn't treat them worse, either. Like, I don't think anybody should be treated worse as you yeah, are right. as an I, animal. I see, I see her point, though. They, You know, we couldn't go to Mexico and get free health care, but they can come over here and get it. Yeah, legal immigrants should be able to have all the rights that we have. Legal immigration should exist, but illegal immigration should not. If somebody's here illegally, I don't understand the complication. It's illegal. Like, if I'm in Mexico illegally, they're going to throw me out. We should do the same thing. Now, we should do it in a way that's conscientious and not separate the children from the parents, but illegal and legal seems simple. Well, so then the question is, why are they building 
detention centers for, I mean, there must be some money involved. If somebody's making yeah. money on building the detention centers, paying the people, housing, you know, I mean, they otherwise they could just turn them around at the border. That would be the simplest, cheapest thing to do. But they want to build for some reason. They want to hold them for some reason. And there's maybe a secret agenda behind that. $724 a kid per night. Mm -hmm. It's generating money. All of these foreign people are mad as hell because these foreign people are coming over here and taking up all the jobs. And, you know, it's the same thing that Hitler got mad about. That's why he was keeping everybody else, you know, the foreigners out of Germany. He wanted them out of there. Yeah, I think, like, Brian, too, is a, an example of somebody who legitimately tried to get asylum in other countries and hasn't gotten it yet, and he's mm-hmm. tortured. And so yeah, yeah. what could we do? No? Yeah. You can't get asylum anywhere else either. Exactly. We create an underground king, an under-the-sea kingdom, like Aquaman. Yeah. With bubble domes and whatever Poseidon had, you know, the the thing with the points on it. The cultic network. <laughs> yeah. No, what's the thing that Aquaman has? It's like the uh, trident. We'd all have tridents. And if anybody had a problem, we'd have trident battles. <laughs> That's. I'm going to create that society pretty soon. Y'all are all invited. Yeah. Okay. You're all invited. Yeah. I promise I won't yeah. get special uniform. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like superhero uniforms and stuff. Superhero. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, what color are they? Do they match my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably gonna be a lot of gold, a lot of gold oh, okay. and uh. Yeah, and, and what's that? Gold what's that silver. color? What's the color that calms everybody down? Uh, turquoise. Blue, purple. Blue. Turquoise. Yeah. yeah, blue. Blue. Yeah, blue. Color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think that they painted the 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 front of the national security uh, NSA's building blue because it's common on people, has a common effect on people. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's good. I mean, we we want to make things more blue so people are calmer in society. <clears throat> think yeah, more rationally. Have you noticed, like, on InfoWars, when he's in the studio and he's talking to the cameras, how much blue that, they, that they've that got in there? They're, I don't see how he doesn't, like, stay depressed 24-7 with all that blue. Too much blue will make you very depressed. No, it just makes you, it just calms you down. It doesn't, it, you can still be happy and calm, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, too much overexposure to it, it will make you depressed. You, you know that old saying, everything's blue in the world? I got the blues. No. No. Oh yeah, I got the blues. No. I'm yep. blue and dee da and do like that song. Yeah. I'm blue and da and dee da and Yeah, but dog. look at the news. How much I red think, is in it? I like, think it's not red, that blue gray. Exactly. The red, red frames and the red uh, ticker type thing on the bottom and. Well, at least red. the red keeps you stimulated and going. Though I mean, blue enough blue will put you to sleep, and that's where these perps want you. Yeah. They don't. They want to stop you from thinking, not keep you thinking. I think red, people react on an emotional level to red. Like Fox News uses it a lot. 
Yeah. And I, I'm I'm more on the conservative side, so I like Fox News, but they use red on everything. And I think when people yeah. see a lot of red there, it, it's almost like it's, um, you know, activating an emotional yeah. reaction. Oh, yeah. It is. It, it, yeah. it, it motivates people to um, anger, anxiety, yeah. Passion. Um, nervousness, Passion, excitement. Too. It can mean a lot of things. Red can it's the most highest color on the frequency. That's when, I, you know, I tell people when you first walk into a room, the first if you see something that's red, that's the first thing that your eyes will go to. Because but it's Fox the News frequency. isn't the only one. I mean, MSNBC, uh, CNN, they all have some, not all of it. Those major networks usually have red in their mm-hmm. front page, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's the way they get people to come back, get them excited. Hey, look over here. It's red. Yeah, saying something. We're saying, it's breaking news. It's breaking news again. In five minutes, there'll be another breaking news, but stay tuned because this breaking news is breaking in now. <laughs> well, it's always breaking. It's breaking news to your living room. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry we ran people off. No, I wasn't saying that. I wasn't complaining. I just found it interesting. Like, I mean, I don't. I think talking about politics is is fine. I mean, it's part of our world, you know. We got to talk about. It. I wasn't. I wasn't blaming anybody or getting mad at y'all. Um, I, I kind of wanted to chime in, but then as a moderator, I was like, yeah, we better just stop talking about politics. Because I'm I'm interested in that topic too, you know. So seven people hung up because you guys were talking about politics. Yeah, because I guess uh, we were getting pretty, pretty hot. He did, yeah, heated debate there, Linda. What? <laughs> a very heated debate. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. That's right. Just as long as it don't turn into insults, right? Just as long as it doesn't. Yeah. Don't turn into insults. Yeah, personal attack. Yeah. yeah. People get mad. Yeah. Is your call in soon? Uh, it's got about 40 minutes, but um oh, okay. I I mean, Ryan, if you want to open up your room. Yeah, I can do uh, that. Sure. Don't want to just do that. You know, I'm kind of I'm pretty tired. So if we could just maybe maybe that's a good idea. We'll go ahead and uh and Ryan will open his lounge. We all think. That sounds good. It was a good call, uh, you know. Yeah. It was a very good call. Been having some really good yeah, calls. Really good does call. anybody? Does any Ryan was asking earlier? Has anybody talked to Chrissy this week? Is she doing okay? Who's Chrissy? Um, you know Chrissy. Um, she was she was. Around like or a long time her. ago, and she came back. Christy? Okay. No, yeah, Christy. Christy. Well, Christy Stahl, she was a board member for uh, FFCHS. She was, she was there at you. She was on your call last night, Ryan. Well, she? Y- well, yeah, yeah, but uh, she called okay. me later. This, uh, yeah. She called me this afternoon, and I just seen it a little bit ago where she had called, and I didn't want to call her back tonight because I'm afraid I might wake her up. I don't want to wake her up. Yeah, she's been around. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. She's probably recovering from her uh, her surgical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's all go to one two five four seven two. I'll put it in the hey, chat room. Uh, I'm going to be on with Linda tomorrow night on her yeah. call early yeah. uh, for about you. an hour. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I haven't uh-huh. really heard your story, Sue. I'm I'm excited. I'll tell you a few things. I won't say everything. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Um, you don't have to tell it, Ring. It's just okay. that since, since we're not going to talk ahead of time, I, I won't really have questions, you know. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about. I'll just show up and we'll talk, yeah. you know. Good. Thank okay. you. I appreciate that. Sure, sure. Thanks for that. I'm going to really try hard to get to your call, Linda. Like, okay. I'm going to set my alarm and everything. Yeah. So I'm going to try and get there for the beginning. Okay, but, well, I will call you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'll set my alarm and stuff like that, but I just have a feeling I'm going to stay up till like, noon. But yeah. I'll make it. Yeah. I'll make it. Get some sleep. Yeah. Yeah, you need some sleep. All right, Yeah, guys. I got woken Thanks. up. And, Thanks, yeah, I got, Kyle. Oh. Talk to you soon. Well, thank you guys. Thanks, Linda. Thanks, Sue. Thanks, Ryan, Cece, Lonnie, everybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Ryan's Lounge one two five four seven two, and I'm I'm gonna be over there in a couple minutes. I gotta go walk Pepper real fast. Okay. All right. Get you off mine, man. Get you wine. Come on over. I didn't get. I was gonna get some hurricane (laughs) today. But I uh, woke yeah. up too late, and uh, I was just like... By the way, the guy who was on Ella's show tonight, he has a dog that looks like a dip, just about just about part Jack, part Pepper. A little bit bigger oh, really? than Jack, a little bit smaller than Pepper, yeah. I got to watch uh, some of his videos where he shows his dog. I've watched a lot of them. Yeah. I want to see that. He's a good guy. Yeah, he seems like a very good guy. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'll be over there in a little while. One, two, five, four, seven, two. Okay. All right, guys. Good night. Good night. Thanks for the call, Kyle. Hey, thanks, Linda. I'm Uh glad to hear that you're feeling really good. That's awesome. It's like all of a sudden, I don't know where all this stuff came from, but I'm glad it's here. Um, Hey, just enjoy it. Yeah. You know, don't ask too many questions. Just enjoy it. I just, that's what I'm trying to do. Thanks, hon. All right, Lynn. Okay. Well, I'll see you over there. Okay. Bye-bye.